I did not come here to play games and to play dress up. I came here in my battle suit. I came here on the battleground covered in the blood of Jesus. I received the anointing of the warrior and I spilled the blood of the enemy. You see a bonnet. I see the helmet of salvation. You see an army green shirt. I see the breastplate of righteousness. I see the belt of truth, the sandals of peace, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and the shield of faith. And I've come to the battleground covered in the blood of Jesus to proclaim victory over sin. And as God does for me, he is going to do for those of you who believe. Let those who have an ear, let them hear. You came for gossip, I came with the gospel. You came to blame, I came to slay with the power of the Holy Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I hope you got your battle suit ready because I got my bonnet on right now. You are not going to tell me anything different from what I already know. My man is going to not cheat on me ever again in my life. <laughs> oh, man, you are back with one of the greatest podcasts on the Internet, your podcaster's favorite podcast. You are back with the governor podcast Two have to make one whole, which makes a complete asshole. Your checks and balances and social commentary. Yo, we are back for another great episode. So look, let me go ahead and clear the room and let y'all know right now. Co-host is not here. Had some things to take care of. We'll see him back next week. And so I said, yo, I need to get another voice on here. I need to get somebody who is going to um, give me their opinion about things. And just, and just we're going to have a nice conversation back and forth so um we've talked about this podcast before on the show um i went and got sid the twin kid from hey. podcast. what's up girl what's, what's up, up what's up what's good <laughs> let everybody know who you are what your podcast is what you do all that stuff um my name is sid the twin kid from let's not go there um where we talk about relationships from a singles perspective we both be single as fuck we be given the best and worst relationship advice that you could actually ever come across and we talk about um social things that are hope happening from two different kind of perspectives right. so yeah so let's not go there we curse we be funny as hell we really don't be giving advice i don't know why the fuck we made that our tagline because we don't be giving advice we just <laughs> we really don't be giving good advice at all i don't remember the last time we gave good advice to y'all um, I thoroughly enjoy your podcast. Uh, I I wanted to get I wanted to get you on here because I really enjoy uh, your half of it. And shout out to FM FM is still the homie. Um, but I was like, Yo, what I, up, my I, nigga? That's what I said. He's my friend. That I, I had to tell him, I was like, Yo, I'm doing, going to do this podcast. He's like, You're doing Cole's podcast. He's like, Well, damn, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> um, I just I, I wanted to get you on here because I enjoy you. Like, I follow you on Twitter too, so it, that's pretty dope. I'll be saying, uh, I, I just don't understand, man. Y'all young folks on Twitter, 
kind of speed. <laughs> like, I'm not super old. I'm still in my 20s technically, too. But, like, I don't know what the fuck people be going on with Twitter. Like, the thought process is that's why all of us are single. Because, hey, like, Twitter's reckless, though. It's just hella reckless. reckless. Like, it's basically you just be trolling people. I gotta get it how you get it. Um, you know, it is how it is. So I'm so glad that I got you on the pod because I wanted to start with a nice little story. I think I sent you sent sent you a little clip or whatever. Yeah. The beginning of the podcast had um Derek Jackson's wife speaks out. Um and she blames cheating on Jesus. Um <laughs> So, and since you have a relationship podcast, it would only yes. be right for me to ask you about <laughs> what you think. So, one, you you know what the, the what the Derek Jackson story yeah. is, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you I didn't have a choice. Like, <laughs> even if I didn't even want to know shit about it, it was like he broke women's hearts around the nation, which was so shocking to me that people were so shocked about the fact that he was cheating on his wife because up until two years ago they've been together since he was they were in high school we didn't know about this bitch until two years ago ain't that a bad <laughs> sign hey sometimes you got to keep the secret you know i'm not look i wasn't hiding my wife from the you world i was hiding, I was hiding the world from my wife <laughs> I just feel so bad because I, when I was watching the video, any video that I see with her in it, she just be looking a little disheveled for me. That makes me want to ask her, like, blink twice, sis, if I, we need to come and get you. Just blink. Blink twice if we need to come and save you. Because that's what I'm feeling at this point. Like, it feels like she is, like, underneath some 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 mystical, manipulative spell. I don't, I, like, as a Christian, when you start blaming Jesus, that's how I know that things have gone left. Well, I don't know if you watched. She did two videos. The first video was kind of talking about her childhood and like her father and how he left, and then that. Yes. Made her, and then the second one, when she had the when she had the the the, the, the I don't know what it was a beret. Bonnet? It's a beret, and it's not a bonnet. It's a beret. Like it's I knew it was a beret when people thought it was a bonnet the first time. And honestly, if you anyone has seen Homegirls, like instagram page that's really how she dressed like people were i was reading stuff online where like he, he didn't even let her get dressed like he let her wear that's what she likes to wear like she already wears this kind of stuff she doesn't dress like the way that we would like, assume that his wife would dress right you know i think off air we were having a conversation about how we there's like this idea of how people's hierarchies are socially so mm -hmm. we think because of how attractive he is that he would be with a certain kind of woman but that's not true i literally said this like you don't have to be super attractive to get another super attractive or wealthy person you really don't right. i don't you right. don't like you know does it help yes do most of those relationships pan out that way yes but they're all exceptions to everything and this is obviously an exceptional situation but him fuck did you see the video where he was responding to himself yeah he he look let me tell you something he is completely feeling himself and it's like it you know what's funny and the, and the crazy thing because i know me and my co-host last week co-host was like yo like his empire is gonna crumble and i don't think that it is now no he's gotten a hundred thousand new followers since this mm -hmm. whole debauchery has happened in my opinion here's the thing first of all a lot of people especially um his 
his dating, his dating kind of percentage of where women fall and they actually follow his platform are between the ages yeah. of 25 and 35. Mm -hmm. So all the younger kids, which are the people that make your shit go viral, we're not following him or weren't even privy to who he was. Right. So when he, when this happened, they're just like, you know, they see that he's fine. I'm not gonna lie, the man is fine. So of right. course I knew that his audience was gonna go up because women, we are stupid. And I mean that in a sense, in the nicest way possible. <laughs> we, we don't, we, we, we don't always be thinking right. Like, Especially if you start watching his videos, it's very uh -huh. easy to get kind of like um, you start sipping the good Kool Aid. I feel He's like a lot of videos via his car. I mean, most of these people's videos be in their car. That ain't nothing new. Like all these people are homeless. They all be in their cars. <laughs> I would think that a relationship expert would be a little bit more. Somewhere. They're not therapists. They're just regular people. Just given that this is why I have a problem with relationship gurus in general. Okay. People need to be going to licensed therapists, people who know what the fuck they're talking about, people who have gone to school and understand people's behavior and ideology patterns, people who are just telling you what you shouldn't do or shouldn't do based off their own personal experiences are not going to help you, especially if they aren't perfect, especially if they don't have healthy relationships of their own. People like him and Kevin Samuels, they do the same thing. They sell dreams to a gender. Kevin Samuels sells dreams to men, and Derek Jackson sells dreams to women. Ke Kevin Samuels thinks that all women should be crumbling and begging at your feet just because you have a penis. And, and Derek feels like because you can bring life into this world and because you're a woman, men should be crawling at your feet. And they're both lies. And these Dude. people both have fucked up relationships. Can I help it that I'm a handsome black man trying to make it in this world and my relationship talk is the one that's keeping me going? I I you just, look, that shows that you need to I go to therapy. I wrote these books. I wrote these books that tells me to adjust my crown and keep my crown king in my journal. And I want to make sure that this is... I've written books. Have you written a book, Sid? Do you know anything about it? I have written a book. I did not release it, but I have written a book. So, you know, don't come for me. But <laughs> don't come for me. But what I will say is like, we, there's a reason why you go to an expert versus going to somebody, or at least you go to somebody who you know has a healthy, fruitful relationship. You say you're not an expert, though. Okay. What makes you not an expert is if you are doing it and it's a success. You can't be an expert, something that you can't bring to fruition. There are three women that are coming out saying this man is a cheater. Obviously, he don't know how to have a healthy, happy, prospering relationship because he's cheating on his wife. Same thing with Kevin Samuels. He can't be having a healthy relationship. This nigga has been divorced by his two different women. Two different women. For everybody. He's for nobody, apparently. He's for nobody. And I feel like when you get advice from people who don't have successful relationships, what ends up happening is they end up enforcing, you know, your you know prejudices that you have mm -hmm. towards the other gender especially if it's these kind of platforms both of them because they're both like two extremes like it just basically telling you that i'm right and that's why shit isn't going well for me is because they're saying it so it's got to be right because other people are agreeing that no all these people are wrong including the people in the comments y'all are all wrong because if uh. because if unless you're married and you're in a successful relationship where your wife or who or your husband is happy you are not, you're not doing well. You should not be a relationship guru. I don't believe in following single people who are relationship gurus because it's like the blind leading the blind. We all she going did. down a cliff. Did she look happy to you in all of those videos? What she looked like is she needs to be saved. She needs to blink <laughs> twice. I was just thinking like the very first video was the worst one for me when they were in that damn down. She held his hand the whole time. She looked like she was, oh, I was scared. I was just thinking, you know, this is what get out looks like for black women. Like, get out. Like, it was, that's literally what I was thinking. Like, it literally felt like a he get did. out. He got out and got in another bed. 
he got out and he yeah he got out of her vagina and got into another woman's vagina and then did you hear about the new things that came out about like how this nigga been taping these videos outside mm-hmm. one of his mistress's houses yeah yeah nigga, he, you couldn't he, go around the corner nah it was good doing sometimes it was, it was too too good and he had to he had to talk about it then I seen the video where he was just like, where he uh, FaceTimed somebody was like, I need to know what type of panties you got on. And then he was like, no, nah, for real. I, w- w- what color panties you have on? I don't know why people are this so surprised. Thing. I don't know why people are so surprised. If you listen to um, a lot of his, because once again, whether I like someone's platform or not, because I have mm-hmm. a relationship podcast, I follow everybody's to yeah. dissect it, to come up with content. So I follow all these people, whether I like their content or not. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I used to watch his platform and I would see like the clips, it w- really felt like he was saying it like as a preacher. And I felt like, okay, well, have you gone through this? Who, who I thought it was happening to him. Like I thought maybe some woman did this to him. Right. I didn't know that he was doing it, but it definitely didn't feel, it felt very like personal and psychological. Each video he's yelling, raising his voice, like you ain't got to take that queen. Like you don't, you don't I, you, have to take this, that queen. You could take this. You could take, there's a thing he he was giving people these this unrealistic it's not realistic that your partner is perfect and that you don't have issues mm-hmm. your job as a person that's coming into a situation should not be looking for what can this person do for me you should right. choose someone that you know already wants to do things for you and you should go into a relationship saying what can i do for them because i think that they're worthy of a relationship with me mm-hmm. but we had too many people going around saying somebody owes me something and I'm only going to give them something if they give it to me, like a tit for tat. And that's just not how relationships work. Mm. That's why none of these relationships in this world are working right now. Mm. Okay. okay. I mean, they're oh, not. Really? And that's what's happening with him and his wife. I'm sure there are things that they obviously wanted. Otherwise, they would not have separated from each other. And somewhere there is a miscommunication. There is some kind of miscommunication. Like, I do think he was cheating on her before they, I, was, I mean, as they've already mentioned, before they got separated. But even through that separation, like, what was the miscommunication that he feels like he's, is he a serial cheater? Like, I didn't get enough answer. Is, he's a, is he a serial cheater? Like, he just yeah. wants new pussy all the time? Is he uh, a kind, the kind of cheater that he's just like, you're not doing something for me, so I'm going to look for it elsewhere, and she's just not complying? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? You know, there has to be a reason. Clearly, the side chick just wanted to blow the spot up. Obviously, she wanted to be famous, and she is famous. Yeah, she got what she wanted, and he and he's, he's stupid. He you rich. Why did you get these people to sign NDAs? Please, as soon as I give me a little bit of clout, you ain't gonna be able to please. talk to me without no NDAs. Please. You gonna have to give me sign. Listen, you want to be I around? Know. He is. You want to be around? You have to sign an NDA. When you're a handsome, dark-skinned black man who's giving advice and making money off of these shitty-ass books, NDAs don't mean nothing. I am. Yes, fucking they do. You. They, I'm listen, people do very not well. I'm fucking you well. That should be enough. That's I'm not enough. I'm, 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 and I'm cash up you, you know? See, this is why, this is why I'm, see, y'all listen to Cole, because that's exactly why all y'all motherfuckers get y'all spot blown up. Y'all are all not being smart. There's a reason why we don't hear about, I guarantee you some of these female celebrities are cheating up the wazoo. You know why they're not getting caught? Because women are smart. You get your, you, you need to get an NDA. I guarantee you most of these people got NDAs signed on deck. I don't care if I was fucking with another celebrity. Get an NDA. Get an NDA. Get an NDA. Lawyers cost money. That's it. They, this nigga's rich. I don't think he rich. He, he ain't rich enough to have the type of lawyers that you need for NDAs. I don't, you don't have, there are, there are three different kinds of NDAs. You could have a short term or a long term NDA. So that means he, she could come out later. 
And that's not expensive. You don't even need to have that notarized. You just need to have that signed. You just somebody just listen, don't play with me. <laughs> you can do your e you can e-signing and you're good. Listen, you e-sign. I'm gonna send it over. I'm gonna send it over through Google. Listen, get get in your Gmail, go ahead and sign it and send it back, and then I'll see you on Friday. That's so impersonal. I can't be, I, I'm not turned on by this. You shouldn't be turned on. It's, it's, it shouldn't be turned on. This is not a sexy situation. This uh, I got shit to lose. You know I'm motherfucking married. You knew what I was before you got here. Sign this NDA. Because here's the one of the women didn't know, but two of these women did. They did know that he was already married. Yeah. So the woman that did, hell, even if you didn't know if I was married, you know I'm rich. You know I'm famous. Sign this NDA, ho. She was worried about fucking. She won't worry about fucking. She knew that she was she was thinking that this was going to be her man. I guarantee you, whether he was married or not, she'd have came out with some story to defame him because he was not. Listen, I love my women. I'm a woman person. OK, I'm not a feminist, but I'm a woman person. I love me some women, women. Yes. And I we we have a connection. But I'm going to say this. We we think with our we don't think with our vagina or our brain. We don't think with the parts that work well for us. We think with our hearts. Mm -hmm. And when women go through situations, not every woman. But a lot of women, when they get broken up with or men let them down in some kind of way, the only way that they can move on from these situations or feel vindicated is if they demonize these people. So I'm sure in some way, shape or form or fashion, she came up with some story to, to come up with to demonize him because she was mad at him because he's not with her. You know, he's famous. He's he's the good guy. And, you know, he's attractive. He is not a. I don't believe in. Um, I don't believe in good guys. I don't believe in good guys. I believe that there are people that have good moral compasses, but that will still disappoint you at some point in time because they're humans. But good yeah. guys don't exist. And if Who's you put, there, he ain't a good guy anyway. Even even like by the book term, this nigga is not a good guy. He's like, he, I don't think he's as smart as some of these think pieces are saying. Like, oh, he's like a master. I don't think the nigga's a master manipulator. I think he's horny. I think he's horny and he doesn't want to fuck his wife anymore. Wait, I'm still stuck on people thinking he's a people master think, manipulator. People think he's a master manipulator and like he's tricking these women. And I don't think that's what's happening. I honestly think even the third woman, I feel like everyone knew he was married. I feel like everyone knew he was married. They knew that he was, you know, in a situation and they still fucked with him. And I think his wife, no, was T. I'm sure he wasn't shit in high school either, I'm, but she thought like he was going to grow up out of that stuff. And I think he's just not, a, I don't think, I think he's just a man that likes new pussy and he should just be single, but it doesn't look good for his brand to be single. Yeah. How do you give relationship advice to women where it's actually impactful if you're not married? I mean, again, people were, people, the thing is the numbers behind, the numbers that are behind him. And the numbers that have risen since this whole situation kind of really, I guarantee you they rose because he was fine. He got handsome man privilege. Because if that man looked like little Boosie, his numbers were not going up. There's a such thing as handsome man privilege? Yeah. I need some facial reconstruction. Let me use an example. Um, I'm not trying to defame Drake by any means, but Drake has had Drake and Tyga, they both have had similar situations with young women. Why have we never really had anything blown up about Drake? Because, because Drake is Drake is one of the greatest artists to ever make music. Absolutely. But that's okay. that would be even more of a reason of why some of this at some point should come up. We live in the age of social media. None of the shit is blown up. It's not a surprise. I think it's because the overarching amount of women find Drake to be attractive. So they don't care. Because it's women that blow up these stories. It's not men. Drake's smart and he has enough money to shut everything down. We, okay. I guarantee you. 
if Drake looked like little Boosie, someone would have blew his spot up by now, and it would have went viral. Grassy, did you see the Grassy? Did you watch the Grassy when he was on there? Hell yeah, and I know that nigga wasn't fine on there. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't even fine on Take Care. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't even fine on Take Care. What album did he get fine? Ooh, child. When did Drake get fine? <laughs> was it views? Because it was like it like it came. If one day I looked at a picture, I was like, damn. Okay, champagne, poppy. <laughs> Open up my legs, like come on, <laughs> come on through, come, come through, on Drake. through, come, come on, through. Drake. Come through. He, he said he wanna, he wanna slide through. Come on, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I really don't know. It literally just happened overnight. One day, I literally was looking at a picture, and I was just like, "That's what I mean." Fine. Well, what was the album that wasn't really well receptive when he was like basically like capping off a lot of tropical music? Oh, um, uh, more life, more life. That's when he got fine. Mm, okay. That's when he got fine. That's when he got the BBL, from what I heard. I don't know if Drake got that BBL. I think he got that. Um, he got that. Um, that under that that frowns kind of belly button. <laughs> All the people that get BBLs, they belly buttons look like frowns. And that's what his belly button looked like. I, 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 I would everything. still smash all with the frown belly button, but yeah. I, That's what his belly button like. I learned something new every day. Didn't know that. Yeah, anytime you want to know if a woman got a BBL, look at her belly button. If it look like a the the only people's who I know they have a BBL that's but I can't prove it because I don't know where they're going to make sure their tum- their belly buttons don't change are the Kardashians. They got like a superhero um surgeon. Oh, they went to Germany for that. I don't know where the fuck they they person is and why no one else can get to them, not even their own friends, because right. Lala got that um that belly button, and I know she got something done. And I don't know why they couldn't go to the same surgeons. Because women were mean to each other. We're mean to each other. We always look for flaws with one another. I don't know why. Even if you even if you don't hate the woman. Respect Lala's glow up. I think Lala is absolutely gorgeous. And I told you off the air that if I could get that same damn belly button (laughs) surgery, I would do the same thing. That's why I'm salty. I'm salty that I don't got the money to do so. So it's gonna come. Peace and blessings to you. Listen, All peace right. and bl- by listen, time that listen now. I would if I get a husband. I'm not getting no damn BBL. I'm just gonna listen. I'm gonna just keep this body. That's what. He, <laughs> that's that's what he was into. That's why he married me. I'm not gonna change what the fuck he married. But oh like, you know, if it's buff, if you know, well, if it's 35, first of all, I'm not getting married. I'm gonna get this belt body and live my life. <laughs> do your thing. That's what Lala doing. She don't like she 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 don't sound like she ever getting divorced from Melo. She just gonna be estranged and live her life. Oh, he's 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 there for support. That's it. But they the strangest relationship ever. I don't know why they don't get a motherfucking divorce. That poor child. Lala know how it feel to be single. She want to feel like that no more. Lala used to be. She used to have a round body on MTV. She used to be built like a thumb. Right. She didn't have no hips, no waistline, no nothing. But she did right. have titties. She didn't have nothing else. Right. And that's, but she still had a beautiful face. She still had a, a, from what I could tell, a beautiful personality. But she, you know, she was badly built. She was built like a refrigerator. Yeah. So, you know, when she got her surgery, it was just like adding on to already the amount of beauty that she already had. There you go. You know, Natural. she was already a beautiful woman. She was just bad built. Not every bad built person looks bad. I, I beg to differ, but she got she got mellow with that refrigerator body, and he was rich as hell. Mellow, mellow, she got mellow with the cornrows oh, no. out of Syracuse. I mean, yeah, with them with them mellow, awful, them awful church suits. 
that whole that whole situation went down because Mella was a street nigga at that time. I mean, she was into that, and then she just got stuck. She got pregnant, and it's like we we stuck together. This is this is no, because there's plenty of men that leave you destitute when they they impregnate you and be like, hey, you get this money, and they leave you destitute. So there was something about her that was special to 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 wife her up and to marry her. Yeah, but it was also so. And he didn't even double- divorce her when a nigga said that she ta- her pussy tasted like Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> So they clearly just have an open relationship to just cheat on each other and then go from that route. I wonder if they have that. Would you be in an open relationship? Possibly. It, it, it depends on what the... So it really depends on the type of rules that we have. You know y'all niggas saying? don't follow the rules anyway. Um, Y'all women don't follow the rules all the time either. So let's not... Let's be clear. Like... It's a lot of rule breaking going on on both sides. Let's, let's, let's not... Love, you know what's funny? Whenever you hear an open relationship not work, though, this is just from because I did a re. This is going to be for another podcast episode that I have. Yeah. Um, I've been doing, you know, things about open relationship because my yeah. co-host said that he's interested in being in one. So I decided I want to do some research on it. I've been waiting to find more than a, a handful of stories where the woman fucked up. And shockingly, there's not that many. It's most of the time. It's either women are just loud about it and men are just being quiet about women just fucking it up. Mm. Or they're just not fucking it up like that. Just the truth. I think most of the time men don't know how to follow the rules. I don't think every man doesn't know how to. I don't believe it's every man. But I do think men are known for being the alpha and for being the people that create their own rules. That right. is just something that happens in society. That's what we've been able to give you guys the privilege of. Hmm. So because of that, why the fuck would you guys follow rules now? You guys are, have even more of a range. I feel like there's even less of a time that you would want to follow the rules in my Ooh. opinion. I mean, one, for the protection of my partner and protection of myself. Like, if we're doing this open relationship thing, like, for me, and I'm, I don't know how <laughs> crazy I am, but setting boundaries and rules kind of helps make this thing go forward. If we're both going to do this, like we we one have to make sure that we're protecting ourselves because one, I don't want you to bring nothing back to me and I don't want to bring nothing back to you. Two, emotions get involved anytime you fuck. No. I, I mean, I'm able to load on. Okay. For me, yes. Okay, this is not me. I'm not speaking for this for any kind of experience. Okay, I um, I'm a hopeless romantic. I fuck up every time. That's why I don't be giving this guy away. Right, so, because right. <laughs> once, once, once we have sex, like I, I don't. Where are you going? Where are you right. going with my penis? Just leave it here, and you can just leave. So, wow, thanks. You just leave it here, and you just leave. So, for me personally, I, I, it's hard for me. Obviously, I was very against polygamy and polygamous mm-hmm. relationships. Right. But you and I both know um, a couple where mm-hmm. they are having a very fruitful, wonderful relationship that is built on polygamy. Like it's it's going very well. So it kind of it's that open relationships intrigue me. Do I still think they're for me? No, because I know my limitations as a person, as you sh- everyone should. Right. I have. Um, I'm not a jealous person. Mm-hmm. Until I feel like the per, I don't, I don't really have jealous tendencies because I have done a lot of self work on myself, mm-hmm. but I feel like that environment would a- allow me to become a jealous person because right. now I'll be comparing myself to other people that you have other connections and interactions with. Right. I don't have that kind of mindset where I can um, separate the two. So me, no. Well, like I said before, if it's presented to me and we have a conversation about it and we set ground rules, then yeah, what would be your rules? I mean, it would depend on my partner. You get what I'm saying? You don't have like a baseline? I've never been in... I mean, it's kind of hard for me to set some rules on something that I've never really like... So you've never been in a relationship before, but you feel like that would be something that you would be open to? I would be open to the conversation about it. 
How about I mean, open to nothing. Listen. Well, I mean, for me, I just think as a partner, when you're with someone, I, I really feel like if they're pres- it's one thing for somebody to go out and fuck somebody else and be like, let's be in an open relationship. But it's yeah. another thing for somebody to, to sit down with you and say, look, because at the end of the day, like we have to, if we're going to be in a relationship, like it's going to be some uncomfortable conversations no matter what. That's, you know what that's, not, a, that's not a normal uncomfortable conversation. But again, if if it, it's better than me just saying, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say, woman. Like, I'm open to listen to what, I mean, if you're coming to me seriously and you're just like, hey, like, why don't we try this? Here's why. Let's see if we can do this. I'm going to be open to the, having that conversation because I'm, one, uh, for me, one, if you are trusting enough in me to sit because some people aren't even willing to sit down with their partner about that but if you're trusting enough in me to come to me and say look babe i love you but i want to try this yeah why you know what i'm saying like it's a whole different situation like some people go out and just do it and then it's just like well you know like i mean i i a hundred percent understand that i understand that to the t i just feel like you having sex with more people means I'm not going to get enough sex. And that I'm not going to stand for the fuck. Like I've already, everyone has different levels of libido. Right. The most of men that I come into come in contact with are at a medium. They're at a medial medium libido as in like probably like three to four days, maybe five out the week. Mm-hmm. I have a very high libido. You think I'm going to get into a relationship with a medial libido person who in their perfect mind would like to have sex four to five days out the week mm-hmm. and me would like to do six maybe seven on a good week you think i'm going to give some of my days to other people oh no you got me fucked up so that's well, not gonna happen it's called that's not gonna happen. but if i was a low libido low libido person like i knew that my partner had a high sex drive and i didn't then maybe i'd be more open to it because i wouldn't be able to fulfill them in that area and that would be something that maybe if they had someone else that might make strengthen our bond for other reasons but for me, I'm already too much to handle. I'm not the f- what you you barely got enough time for me. You're you don't have time for no one else. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have time for no one else. You really don't. You don't have time for no so, one else. So let me get this straight. Let me ask, let me let me ask this question then. Do you think people do you think people do open relationships or have that want to have that conversation because they're bored in what they're doing or they just no. have a hot libido and they just want to fuck a lot of different people? I think, I think it could be a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's sexual. So sometimes it's sometimes you want to be fulfilled sexually and you without the connection. And then there's some people like um the couple that we know, like they're just open to connections, like emotional connections. Mm-hmm. And again, you won't have time for that either. You don't have time for anyone else but me. You don't have time for that. You got time for your friends, your family, and me. I'm a lot of person. So you don't have time for that. Right. You. I'm just being 100% honest. You have to know, also know who you are as a person. I know one of my love languages is quality time. Mm. I want you to spend time with me. You know, within reason, I want you to spend time with me. I need you to be having a lot of sex with me. So right. why am I going to cut into my time and let you cut into my sex time? That don't make sense. So it doesn't work for my lifestyle. You know, it doesn't work for my lifestyle. Like, you know, most of the time I date people who are social, who are very happy with their families. They need to have Mm -hmm. time for those things, too. So you think you got time for family. You got time for your friends. Then there's me. And now some other bitch. No. Well, can't the other other bitch come over? I don't. And we all just sit together. I don't eat pussy. pussy. 
and I don't watch. like and I don't like soft lips. So that's a lot. I don't like soft lips on men. You can watch. It's fine. What the fuck do you think I want to watch? <laughs> you can watch. What the all... fuck am I gonna do with watching? Okay, I don't even use porn for like that no more. I use my imagination That's with fine. me picturing fucking other people. It's so okay. what the fuck am I gonna do? Watching? No, we're open. Sh- it's an open relationship. We so are we need open. To close to that motherfucker. Watch- we need to get the keys, close that motherfucker, and lock it up. There's we that. We are open for you to watch me do this. No, what you need to do is you need to tell <laughs> sister go so I can open my leg so you can go and tell her to pack up her shit, put her in an Uber, and tell her to leave. Nah, get in the rotation. That's all you gotta do. So that. <laughs> get in the rotation those rotations listen now i'm okay i'm not okay with being in a rotation in a relationship in a, in a dating situation either because right. as soon as i find out there's a rotation i'd be like all right just take me out the running i'm cool with it what you don't want to come to bench six man i don't want to be in any rotation no dating no nothing if i find out that i'm dating somebody and we really start to connect like a really serious connection i feel like i could go somewhere right. if i find out that there's anybody else in the running besides me i'll eliminate myself Wow, I don't like to. I don't want to compete for anyone. Hmm. Interesting. I don't. I don't have to. I mean, here's the thing: if I had limited options, yeah. maybe I could see myself competing. But I don't. So there are people that I know that I would interact with that would make me a priority. So if you're not mm-hmm. making me a priority, then that just shows that I should be dating someone else. Okay, girl. All right, Derek Jackson, look out because oh, he's out here. No, see, see, I, out I, don't, here. I don't give dating advice. I'm saying. It's the blind leading the blind. Single people should not give dating relationship advice. That's why I said we give the best and the worst because I can't give advice because I'm a novice. If I knew what the fuck I was doing, why the fuck would I be single? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either. <laughs> so um, last thing, and then we can kind of move on to our week. Mm-hmm. What do you, how do you feel about the wife now? After seeing the videos and for everybody who's listening, like, no, I'm not going to play the clip because it's long. They long as hell. And yeah, she, she, she be rambling. Sis be rambling. But how do you feel about the because you're a woman? Yeah. How do you feel about this woman and her situation? And and maybe because she's not trying to be ignorant, but she sounds crazy as fuck. She is crazy. Okay, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get out of, you know, get out of here. And I mean crazy as in, like, she's not what a normal woman's um, relationship situations would involve. I've been in a very similar situation to her, so I have more sympathy. Mm-hmm. When you're with your high school sweetheart and you don't date anybody else, like, this is your main person. Like, my very first relationship was with my high school sweetheart. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to marry this person. I thought they were my soulmate. Yeah. I was with them for majority of my dating life as an adult. So... For me, I allowed a lot more things in that relationship. I got cheated on as well. So in that, in that, I could not see myself with anyone else. Like it would literally give me anxiety. Like even when we broke up, I told myself I'm not going to be with anyone else. It'll be impossible for me, for anyone to be able to fulfill that because I had, I had no idea of where to start. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So leaving a situation like that is very scary for them. It's got to be even more scary because now it's escalated for more time and more and they're married. So right. they're mar- I think that adds an extra layer to it because you got to think as a woman of a particular age, when you're re-entering the dating scene, you don't have no dating experience, you know ain't nobody good out there, why the fuck are you leaving? So I understand why she's staying. I can understand her trying to justify it so people can get off her back. I understand it because I it's it's a lot of women that have been through these situations. My issue is I think for her, it's going to be a journey of self-love and her just learning the fact that it's a possibility that when she re-enters the dating field, she may never find anyone ever again. Don't blame me. 
No, I, I don't blame Jesus because your man cheated on you, honey. It's not be, but no, no. It's it's choosing yourself that even though you leave those situation, it doesn't matter. He, I hate saying this. If they divorce, he will be in a new relationship and can easily get married again. Yeah. She, however, when she re-enters the dating scene, it's a huge possibility that she will never get married again. It is. It sucks. And as a woman, you have to decide that it's you love yourself enough that you're okay with it just being you if that's a possibility or you're okay with with just waiting and it being a longer wait and a longer journey of how to find that new person mm-hmm. you have to be okay with that because for women the dating dating is different it's different for for a woman especially an older woman that doesn't fit the physical societal norms i think she's cute but the way that she carries herself and does things she's not going to have an easy time She's yeah, not. She's she's crazy. She has a battle suit on. Yeah. She, and you know, and the beret doesn't help. So, in my opinion, I just think she's. I don't <laughs> the think she doesn't. I don't. I don't think the beret no, helps. The crazy eyes don't help. The crazy eyes, the beret. You know, I think for her, she is in a. She is on a battlefield because she's battling people's opinion because she <laughs> feels stuck. She feels, and that's just the truth. She's stuck. Like she's scared to leave her husband. She doesn't want to leave her husband. And she wants people to be okay and stop berating her and let her live in that bubble because she's not a stranger to being cheated on. And I feel like she's kind of okay with it. She's sick of and she doesn't, she's tired of being harassed. You know, women saying, leave him, leave him. You deserve so much better. And she's just like, who am I gonna get? It's funny that the nigga cheat and she gets all the back back. And that's it's it sucks. It sucks. But welcome to being a woman. Because, I mean, let's even think about the Cardi B in the offset situation. When he cheated on her, how many people were like, you need to take him back? You know, this is why he cheated. Like, there were so many think pieces all over everywhere. Right, right. And that's typically what happens. When there is a death in a relationship, most of the time, the woman gets the blame, whether she leaves. Most women leave their situations. 80% of marriages are in the black community are filed by women. Yeah. 80%. So... Uh, that does that mean it's always a bad situation? No, I'm sure some of these women probably could have worked out their marriages, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but I do whether they leave it or they don't leave it, or whether their reasoning behind them leaving it, there is no reason behind it because what ends up happening is it's all put on them regardless. And it's unfortunate that we, as people, automatically assume that the death of a relationship is due to the fact that a woman wasn't doing something to keep the man happy. Right. And that's most of the time. I mean, whenever you whenever you hear a divorce is happening or a relationship failed, and I mean, what are your first thoughts? Do you ever think it's like, well, what did she do? Or wonder what happened and then you and you feel like some justification. Oh, I see. That's so, why it happened. I always so growing up or I was always taught that like when things do fail, mm-hmm. men usually take the blame for it. Now, I think when it's you're younger, easy. you do. When you're younger, you do. It's when like you're younger. But as you get older, but, just like everything, uh, everything again, changes. But then, but again, like if something fails, I mean, things have changed. But a lot of times, it's just like, well, that man, that man, uh, he ain't nothing but a dog. Or like, but here's the thing: know. people are saying ain't nothing but a dog, but they still blame the woman for him being the dog. Mm. So we recognize that Derek Jackson's not a uh, upstanding citizen, obviously. <laughs> but it didn't kill his brand. It didn't kill his brand at all. It all it did was increase it because now women are using this. Did you hear about these women that's like, oh, he's just saying we don't need to date a man like mm-hmm. him. Right. You bitches are crazy. They just want to suck his dick. I, I <laughs> that man is fine. That man is fine. Like, like, listen, would I smash him? Maybe. 
But he don't do this. Enter a relationship with him or put any stock into who he is, absolutely right. the fuck no, because I know his character. And I think women, we once again, I think a lot of women would smash him and not take him seriously after this. But he wins on all on on He's all win. that's what's that's what's he fucked up wife, about our society. He keeps his wife, he increases his following. And he's probably gonna write a book about it and make more money. And he's gonna have multiple more multiple side pieces. That nigga winning out here in these streets. Welcome to patriarchy. He is he is bigger than Junebug right now. He welcome to patriarchy because when you're a man of finances and attraction, mm-hmm. I hate saying it, but society allows you to pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. So for a, when you're a woman and you enter a relationship with a man and you know that they're a, they're very sought after and they're attractive and they're whatever, you always it's not that you always you should obviously fall head over heels, allow yourself to be loved, allow yourself to be happy in those relationships. Mm-hmm. But you need to have done enough self work on yourself that you will always choose yourself if something awful happens. Right. Well, I, I really yourself. I wanted to talk about Derek Jackson's wife when we did. We got into a nice deep conversation. It was cool. Um, how was your week, Sid? Um, so my week was very um. You know, we almost died twice this week because of mm. the storms that were going on. So that was interesting. You know, my dog was howling, like howling, hiding underneath things, which was annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so you know what? I'm going to share a little snippet of my dating life. So I'm going to share just okay. a snippet. I'm not going to share a lot. You know, I'll share a snippet. Build the tea. So there's this guy that we talk about on the podcast. I think we just started, t- I think we just nicknamed him. Um, If this is after. Yeah, because we just released the episode of Got Milk. That was our latest latest episode. Mm-hmm. And in that episode, we called this guy Mr. Charming. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Charming um, is extremely charming. He's an extremely charming individual. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Charming and I, we've been having constant amount of communication, constant amount of whatever. But I do want to lend this question to you outside of, it's part of my story, but then like still a question. Why do men um, expect for you to just date them, but they don't want to commit to you? Because we're men and we're territorial. And this is just coming from me. But I don't look at things that way. Well. If, if we're dating. If we're dating. Mm-hmm. So clearly a lot of people have dating fucked up. And don't understand the stages of dating. And yeah. then exclusivity and all this other shit. If we're dating. I kind of expect you to have other people that you're dating. Because it's it's like you're trying to feel it's out. What, the fittest. It, well you're trying to figure out what fits for you. Yeah. Now, like, I, I don't, I'm not really the type of guy that's just like, well, I don't need you date nobody, woman, and then go out. And if, if we're dating, the first thing that I'm most definitely going to say is, hey, we're dating. I'm probably going to date some other people. And then when we have the conversation of being exclusive, then that's when I can kind of shut things down. But a lot of men are very territorial and they want, yeah. it's Monopoly out here in these streets. I want I want to get my boardwalk. I want to get my park place. I need to have that set up for me. So when I'm done doing all my nasty shit, I can go right to the boardwalk and slip in the house and get in the bed. Well, see, that's, that's <laughs> an issue for me. As um, So me and Mr. Charming, we had that conversation. I think, I mean, I like him as far as I can tell right now. Mm. So, you know, nothing... I'm not thinking anything serious because like we still have, we still need more time. Right. Um, but for me, I felt like I had to be like um, the disappointing person to be honest. It would have been much, my life would have been significantly easier had I lied, but I told the truth. 
And I feel like every single time I tell the truth, I regret it immediately. Like, it's not even like as I'm telling the truth, I automatically feel this wave of regret. Like, I know this isn't going to end up in my favor. And immediately, as soon as it happens, um, we're basically at odds right now. We're at odds. And he's just like, you know, you gotta, you're going to have to show me something. I'm just like, what the fuck am I showing you? You came to me, you know? And I, I think it's, I think it's just what you have to deal with. So that's how my life has been going right now is me just, you know, just getting to know people going in. I'm trying to, I don't want a hot girl summer. I'm trying to have, um, I'm trying mm-hmm. to have a couple summer. I'm trying to find my per. I'm trying. Well, to, you make, you trying to vacation out here. You trying, trying to, to vacation. Trying to vacation. I'm trying, trying to, vacation. to vacation. I got swimsuits up the up, up the wazoo. A sum, I got a summer dress to last me for a month. I'm trying to go on vacation. I'm trying to get flued out with my nigga. So, <laughs> <laughs> where's Derek Jackson? That he can fly everybody so out. I'm ready. He's so rich. I'm. Oh, uh, that man fly me out. <laughs> Derek Jackson. Um, no, I'm playing. His wife, his wife's going. See, to shit. I don't, that's I don't the reason why she got crazy eyes. I don't want to be the part of the problem. That's why she got crazy eyes, and she has her battle suit on. You the problem. You part of the problem. I, I'm a part of the problem, and I'm gonna remove myself from the problem, become part of the solution. So I'm not there, but I'm. I want to be flued out with my man. I don't want to be flued out with some random nigga. I would like to be. I would like this to be my man. You know, we go and have some fun together, right. have some hotel sex. That's what I'm looking for in my life. I'm looking for a relationship. You know, so hotel you know, sex is the best. You know, oh, I, oh I need you. I need everyone that's listening to this to send me those positive vibes that I could find a man. You know that. You know that. Cause I, it's been a long time. I've still been dating, but I have. You I don't have sex. Choir. I don't have yeah. sex during my dating life. I don't. I don't have sex during dating. You preach it to the choir. It's been a long time for me too. But it's been yeah, a long time. same here. Wow, but, you know, but, wondering if she still works. Well, I ain't gonna say that because that's what my porn's for. Anyway. Wow. Okay. So, how was your week? How was your week? Uh, wait. Hold on. We we trying to talk. Get you. We trying to get your vacation going on. So, listen. I'm at full capacity right now. So, no more applications. But you know, to be determined. Check in the next thirty days. You're an asshole. <laughs> like I'm at full capacity. Nigga. I'm at full capacity. So, anyone listening to this, do not slide into my DMs. Check in the next thirty days. See, I'm not gonna do you like a co-host do you on the show because your co-host be hoeing you out. They like, do, he, he, and you know what? It's funny you. because he knows my dating life, so it just be so strange. He be like, she be going on a date every week, and I'm like, I be at home. You, if anyone that follows me on social media knows where the fuck I be at because I post right. stories in my house. So I just be like, yo, I don't be, I don't be going nowhere. So You'll I don't know where this from. You know, I be, I just have little conversations. Of course, I have a date here and there. How else do you get to know people? But, and I enjoy. I think the problem is, and I've spoken about this on um, Conversation Con Artists, that right. as a woman who has a high libido who enjoys sex, I am a sexual person. People automatically mm-hmm. assume that I'm fucking everybody, and I'm not. In fact. It is as the amount of people that I go on a first date with or meet or interact with. Mm-hmm. It is such a small percentage of those people. Like I will even go to say like what two or one percent of those people that I will ever have sex with. Because uh, I just don't. I have to like the person to fuck them. And I don't like yeah, anybody. You're not a casual sex type of person. No, I'm not. I'm not a casual sex. I don't like fuck buddies. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be. Oh, I'm not trying to be in like, oh, we're in an open thing. We're getting to know each other and you're fucking me. I'm not doing that. So I, that's not what I do. So because of that, it's one of the reasons why I am such a high sexual person because I have so much trust within my partners. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I listen to the podcast. I've listened to every episode, so I kind of get it. Oh, yeah. thank you. 
Thank you, Cole. I love that podcast. Yeah, man, look, you guys make me laugh. I yell at the speaker. Um, I know you. I know y'all. Listen, I be yelling at y'all too. I know we be having some controversial conversation. I be like, I, but see, you <laughs> sometimes you really. I be like, see, you got to stop with some of the shit that you be saying. But Listen, we'll I be telling the that. truth. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> um, I be telling the truth. Use a nigga. I be telling the truth. I, you I, is niggerish. I be telling y'all the truth. You know, you hella niggerish with it though. I be t- listen. You I, be telling, I, be t- I be telling the truth. Sometimes I be soft, which you know I've learned to get a little softer because I know sometimes I be a little softer because. My co-host is a Pisces, and he be getting those Pisces feelings. So I be trying to, you know, spare him a little bit by not like overdoing it. So I, my my approach has gotten a little softer. Mm. But the you niggerish. it's the same. It's the same verbiage. Like I can't I can't avoid saying what I need to say. Mm. Okay. That's how people. That's why our dating lives are so off. It's because people don't be telling each other the truth. He should be quick to tell my ass the truth. <laughs> telling me I'll be living in La La Land, all kind of shit. Like, it's so awful. Be blowing my spot up. Or sometimes it's not even him blowing up my spot. I'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I don't literally, it's not happening. Right. There'll be several episodes where he'll be like, oh, she be, and I literally be, don't be talking about that. I know everyone be lying. He be lying. He be lying. He be lying. It'd be cool. It's all love and entertainment. So it's whatever. Right. right. <laughs> um, What did I do this week? Um, I didn't do much of anything. I, I've been catching up on Snowfall, so I'm trying to catch up on I Snowfall. Gotta watch that. You gotta watch it. Um, you gotta watch it. Snowfall is amazing. Well, probably it's probably I need to put you on to a show. I should have told you what show I'll just watch, but go ahead. It's all good. Um, Snowfall is dope as hell. Uh, it's who's in it? Nobody. That's the thing. Like a lot of these actors are like new actors. Like the only actors, the only actors that I know of, know of for real, is um. The chick who plays the woman who plays Franklin's mom, she's from The Wire. Oh, and okay, yeah, she, I know what was Avon, she was Avon's sister in The Wire, so I was okay. like, I know her. But a lot of these other actors, I they don't know. know. Yeah, and 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 it's good because I am I am I am come I am becoming a Franklin Saint fan. He's this show is quickly becoming like getting in my top five because of all top time. What, what's what's the plot? What's the general plot? It's basically how crack got into L.A. So basically, it's, okay. So okay, I can see that. Well, I see that's not my kind of show. I can enjoy that. No, it's there it's, are not to be other storylines that weave together in order for me to enjoy it, the show. It is. It's it's a lot of different storylines that we because I'm not really. It's so rare that I enjoy a drama like. Well, I think this the the character of Franklin Saint is so like for him to come from where he he comes from mm-hmm. and he's super smart and he figures everything out and he doesn't handle everything with violence unless he really has to which i like you know what i'm saying like it's kind of just showing and i'm only up to the third season right now so it's like how many seasons of this it's well right now it's the fourth season going on right now okay. and they got renewed for a fifth which is great i like black actors getting checks like i want yeah. black actors. and this show is really good um john singleton actually executive produced the show and he was directing really? episodes. yeah he directed okay. episodes before he died um so so yeah, maybe I should watch it because he usually it's, does. It's all, a very good all the parts that he's a part of I enjoy. Yeah, and it's not what you think it is. Like you just gotta. It's basically him. I I don't want to ruin it. Don't ruin it. I'm gonna watch it. So I listen. Unlike Shogun, I don't want I don't want you to give me the full synopsis of each right. episode because like right. I've been 
you know, I I don't got nothing to look forward to because I'm like, oh, well, he didn't tell me the plot. Like, I don't want to watch this now. Ooh, like, good. so and see, I, we can, I'm gonna watch we can, it. I'm gonna watch it. We can have our back and forth on Twitter like we was on the Bachelor. Yes, you need to watch the show called The One. I need you to watch that. It's on Netflix. The One. I like a good reality TV show. Now it's not a it's not a reality TV show though. It's, no. it's but it's I'm telling you it's. I literally had okay, so Mr. Charming was the person that put me on. He put me on. Mm-hmm. He was just like, Oh, you're gonna like this show. And I was just like, I don't like love shit and I don't like drama, so I'm not gonna like the this show. Niggerish and gangster. That's you. I, I, listen, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want ratchet TV. I don't want that stuff. I don't, do. I don't need to be stimulated. Do. I stimulate myself all the time. I love learning on my own. So he put me on. He was just like, No, you're gonna love it. You know, he kind of gave me, he had to tell me about a couple episodes for me to like to kind of force me into watching it. Mm-hmm. And I think he was on the third episode when he told me about it. It was fire. It was fire. It's fire. I mean, like, I'm so thirsty for a new season. Like, I'm thirsty. I'm oh thirsty wow! For a new season, like I finished it, and I was just like, I'm still rewatching stuff because, like, that's how like I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty for a new season. It's so good, and you're gonna be screaming at the characters because what streaming services is on? It's on Netflix. Netflix, okay. The it's in, and it's, it's, I think it's trending right now. So if you go to your little top 10, 10 trending, it's going to be in there. And it's not a reality TV show. It's like a real show. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm going to give a quick thing without saying what the episodes are. Okay. So it's basically like every everyone's got DNA. And they're, they had came up with something in a testing system where they could put people's DNA in a testing tube and compare them. And they could find out who your soulmate is through right. your chromosomes being matched or not. Mm-hmm. So basically, people are signing up, sending their DNA, sending in stuff, so that way they can basically find out who their match is. Right. And because it's all over the world, and basically, like some a woman. So the woman who is in charge of making it, she found her own match, and she's having her own issues because there's like a scandal, like a murderous scandal going on. So you have her backstory, and then yeah. you have a backstory of this couple, as and um. The wife sent in her husband's results so she could find her match. But the husband didn't oh. want that. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. Ooh, it's so good. I'm okay. thirsty for a new season. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I may I may have to put that on the rotation. Somebody else was telling me because, okay, guys, I know that you might think I'm lame because I didn't. But somebody was like, you got to watch Game of Thrones. And I was just saying, I don't know if I want to watch Game of Thrones like that. But somebody I'm not was, a Game of Thrones person. You have to. I tried. I've tried three times. I can't. Really? See, I, I don't. I it ain't really my. It's not my bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like the time period. I don't give a fuck about like who's gonna get the. the throne now, it's a good show. Like, it's a good show. I'm not gonna take that. So I do think you should try. I think everyone should try to watch it once because it's a really good show. It's very up until the end. It's very well written. It's a good show. Like. Yeah. The it's beautiful, like this, you know, the way they've presented it. The actors are damn good. There's not a bad actor really in the rotation of people, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like Zelda period kind of stuff. You know, I like to play Zelda. I don't want to live in Zelda world. Right. That's me. Living there, know. You know, so it's like Lord of the Rings kind of shit. I'm yeah. not into it. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Never. I've never watched Lord of the Rings. What the fuck do you watch? I mean, those types of stories don't do shit for me. Like, I don't, you don't even try I to like, experience them? Like, I, like, I will try them. I like futuristic type stuff. Like, I like post-apocalyptic. I like that kind of stuff. Technology stuff. Like, stuff with dragons and... 
I mean, I'm willing to. I'm willing to try. Maybe, you should, you maybe should. if you I should. have somebody to talk to me about it, then I, hey. You should. I always think you should try it. It's going to be a slow setup, so I always say wait till the fifth episode before you're just like, yo, I'm out. I'm not. I'm not into it. Yeah, I give it four. I give no. I give shows four episodes. Damn, you picky. That's not enough time because the first two episodes are filler episodes. They mostly give you backstory and character development. Right. The third episode is the first episode, so you only give them two episodes to give you real, real shit. So I need to move it up to five. It needs to be five. It needs to be five. Damn. Okay. I know it sucks. So I, I so you're saying also give Game of Thrones a chance. You should like I people who I thought would never be into that show really enjoy it and thoroughly love it. It's for me. I'm. It's not for me because it's also very dramatic, and I don't like dramas. So it has two strikes against it for me. But it has, it has good meat and bones that it could possibly be a show that you would like. Okay. It's got scandal in it, all the good juicy stuff that you seem to be into. Scandal. <laughs> you do. You love a scandal. Like everything that you watch, the overarching amount of the stuff that you watch, they always is got some kind of scandal in it. You love what? a scandal. I you like do. Reality you love TV drama too. and scandal. I like reality TV too, though. I know that got it. drama and scandal in it. I mean, you know, it's just real people with the drama and scandal. I actually am probably gonna watch this last season of Keeping Card, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I'm, I got to see this Kanye shit. I you know don't. You're gonna. You know they're gonna exploit my favorite Gemini. They're gonna exploit them. Yeah, that's fucked up. But I mean, is it really exploiting if he signed it? If he signed his rights over to do it? Um, yes. Because the person, someone, yes. Because if you love some, I think there's there's a level. Because you know what, you also have your children signed on for it, and other people. And guess what? You do you put them on the? Do they put those kind of things on the show? No. So they have they understand what discretion is. Hmm. This should have been something that was a part of that. So, yeah, it's definitely exploitation for sure. I mean, mental illness and somebody that you was crying over and falling over and stalking, you put that shit in the show. Mm, I'm, you know, I'm side-eyeing Kim, but, you know, she got to get her money. She said I'm side-eyeing Kim. I'm always side-eyeing Kim. She's a she's an opportunist. You know, she 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 opportunist. I don't have no issue with her because a lot of white women who get with these black men, and I'm not saying for every single one of them, so don't come for me. But a lot of them, yes, Ooh. yes, they're doing it and they're exploiting them. They're exploiting them. You know. I guess I feel you. I just I don't know. I've never you watched the show. I I never watched the show. I don't really have an opinion about Kim. I think Kim's getting her check. Like she's getting a check. And Kim is a, Kim Kim is if she's not a billionaire already, she's dangerously close to being a billionaire already. She really did not need to exploit him. See, the previous seasons when she exploited her her partners, I understood it because she did need the money. I guess she was already rich, but whatever. Maybe not I rich enough. The money. I guess, yeah. but but now she's almost a billionaire. She making so much money off of skims. Hell, I bought me some skims the other day. <laughs> Damn. I, don't what, I don't care what no one say. I, I I can't stand the Kardashian, but them skims be making my butt look great. So I got some skims. I was given some by a friend of mine. She was she, well, she white ish. She Ca- mixed, but she, Ca- she, Ca- she, Ca- she Caucasian. She she mixed, but she definitely looked like Mariah Carey mixed. She's white, okay. and um, I love her. Shout out to you, girl. And. She got some stuff, and it was too. It, it didn't fit her in a way that she wanted. So mm-hmm. I took them, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, Kim." So I went and spent me some money, and um, got you some new. Listen, no one's gonna know. No one's. Everyone's gonna know, but like, 
Fuck it. Like, she makes good stuff. I mean, hell, if, if you're shopping for Pretty Little Things, Boohoo and Fashion Nova, it's the same shit. Same people, mm-hmm. you know, exploiting. I wish there were more Black people that made these kind of things. If I found some outside of J-Lo Lux, which I already have stuff from them, too, who is a Black-owned company, shout yeah. out to them. If you do like Skims and you want something similar, you should shop from J-Lo Lux. They have some great stuff. The quality is not as as not as good, but it's still very nice, high quality. Yeah. So I, I, I have a Black counterpart for everything that I buy. Okay, that's good. Support black businesses always. Support black businesses, y'all. Let me ask you a question. How does that conversation go down when it's time to um, have sex with with a guy? Like, how's that whole thing? How do you explain skin? Well, I don't wear... Okay, so here's the thing. She doesn't just make shapewear stuff. I'm not buying the shapewear stuff, okay? My waist is 24 inches. I don't need shapewear. Flex for me. So I'm not going to wear shapewear. If... I have worn shapewear before, okay? During quarantine, you know, a little situation was happening well, yeah, with my, you know, you know yeah. my stomach. She she was doing her own thing. My booty was doing something <laughs> else. It was the only time I had like a really nice booty, but I can't have it without having a pooch. I'm trying to figure that out. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's the seventy thirty rule. You know, it's 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 hard. You know, she they want to be there at the same time, but I only want one of them. So I'm just trying to figure out how we gonna how we gonna facilitate that. Right. So I was dating somebody. I didn't plan on having sex with this person, and I didn't. So let's you know. Okay. I didn't have sex with them. So I. But we were. You know, I would have if it wasn't the shapewear is what saved me. So I wore a dress. (laughs) The dress was fitting me. You know, body was looking right, looking tight, looking good or whatever. And he was just like, "Mm, mm." he was like, you can come over to my place. And I was like, yeah, because I knew I'm going to go fucking with the shapewear on. Like, I got sick. (laughs) So we started kissing, making out, him touching me or whatever, trying to pull up on my dress. And I'm like, I can't fuck this man with this shapewear on. Like, because I have not mastered how to explain to people why the fuck it looks like I'm wearing granny panties that come up to my damn titties. You I don't say, know how to... <laughs> You explain it away by saying, don't my ass look good in this. That's how you win. Don't my ass look good in this. Well, good, th- good thing that I didn't know this, so I couldn't use it. I just said, oh no, I think I'm going to hit my period, so I probably should go. First, first of all, let me just tell you this. Real nigga don't care. Really a, a real nigga gonna be like, man, I don't care if it what it does, take it off. Y'all are crazy. Real nigga don't care. How often is you y'all you guys don't understand that when it comes to us and somebody's just like, oh, we oh yeah, we having sex. <laughs> is it my birthday? Like, what's going on here? Like, what, what is this a prank? <laughs> like, what's going on? Because you know, we be getting unsolicited sex all the time. Yes, and we don't get that. And then and you're not because you have on some skims, girl. Pull them skims to the side and let me just get inside. I'm wow, so- <laughs> pull the skims to the side. I'm trying to tell you, we don't care about that kind of shit. You're you have literally said yes, and we are in the moment. Well, I was just thinking, I don't care. I, I'm not, I'm not letting this man see this damn shape where that's coming up as he high to my damn titties. Anyway, eventually, he gonna see it. If you, well, if, well, for, I, listen, he ain't gonna see nothing. My waist well, is back snatched, and I don't talk about that no more. You know what I'm saying? When, when it, it gets to listen, a point where if you're in a relationship woman, long enough, if you're wearing it. Yes, a man will eventually see you. If you're wearing it all the time, you know ain't no help in sight. Girl, take it off. Just go ahead and let him see because you're gonna be wearing it all the time. Yeah, you better do like your auntie at Fourth of July. What? That's the auntie <laughs> wearing the shapewear. No, no, my auntie. auntie. No, my auntie. Look, I had an auntie. She drunk beer. 
So my auntie used I to she, the auntie, so I was so no, <laughs> no, my auntie used to drink beer really good. So she had a gut, you know what I'm saying? So after she would eat the ribs, she unbutton that top button so and good. let them and let that thing let that thing hang. And I mean, I've done that before, you know. Listen, Thanksgiving, Christmas, hell, I don't play myself no more. I don't wear pants. <laughs> I don't wear pants. I'll be wearing them little them little shift dresses or whatever. Right. And just like, yo, let them pregnancy stomach let let it hang. You know, you then you go. Every woman does this way after Thanksgiving, Christmas. You go home, you get in your mirror, you get showered or whatever, you get butt naked, and you right. you go to the side with your stomach, and you just start rubbing. Like, go. oh, this is what I would look like if I was pregnant. We all do the same thing. Just look, as long as it's not ashy, we cool. And it could be ashy for me. Wait, <laughs> what? If as long as if what the cut is ashy, now look, now you know there's some women out here who don't know, know how to moisturize. I'm looking at you the way that I'm looking at you. It's there's like some women out here who don't moisturize correctly, and they just like, well, if he gonna if he want to be with me, he's gonna have to accept it. It's women out there like that. What the they black? Uh yeah. Like black women, we pride ourselves. Are we the cocoa butter queens? We don't get ashy from women out here who don't care about their cocoa oh, butter like that. Now you better stop. I don't know these people. I didn't know these people existed. Like I, I mean, I, if they are crackhead on the on First Avenue, yes. But like, if they just regular people, I assume that they got access to. You can go to beauty supply store and get it for five ninety nine. Uh, that's fine. I yeah, just, you can go to, to Walmart and get it for two ninety nine. Some baby oil. Sometimes they just—it's all about the elbows. If the elbows are shiny, everything else is fine. What? <laughs> if the elbows are shiny, everything else is cool. I'm... First of all, my elbows ain't ever shiny. <laughs> what the fuck? Why are they shiny? Why are they shiny? I just really want to know. Like, you could be moisturized and not be oily. Like, why the fuck are you shiny? See, we gotta we gotta have a conversation off air because I need to know like what was tea because this should not be this ain't mm-mm. ladies anyone that's listening please you do not need to be oily to be moisturized and you should never be ashy that's the over black women my queens my my women my loves my sisters my sisters we listen to me okay let's have a come to Jesus moment we. If we don't got nothing else in this world over these other bitches of other races, we are definitely need to stay moisturized. Okay. Period. See it, Jackson. See it, Jackson. Go See ahead. <laughs> you about to adjust your crown, Queen? Adjust oh, your crown. No, I'm I ain't got no crown. I ain't got no crown. I don't got a tiara. I don't even got a headband. I don't got nothing. <laughs> don't do not look to me to save your relationships because this I am out here single. AF. Oh, I'm out here single. Uh, every day I wonder, every day that I, w- I wake up and says, man, another day without a husband. So, listen, we out there together. Uh, we out there together. Together. See, you're crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad you said yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm very happy you said yes. We should have did this a long time ago. Okay. We should have. You have to come on ours next. Hey, we're not, wherever I'm invited, I'm down. You just we, let me know. We, 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 we definitely need to do that. I'm, that's going to be a day when I pick the... The format of our episodes are a lot different. So I I'll like, have to go over that later. I like some of the stuff that, that you asked about, especially the last episode. I'm not going to give it away because you no, guys, you guys need to listen to, listen to it. Listen to it because 
they talk about nasty stuff and i was like we, do, I, we are a lot of that stuff i was like mm, i do that or i enjoy that or i want that done to me so <laughs> i want that done to me <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> but i this is the place because here's the thing for me we me and my co-host we have two different love styles and relationship styles so he mm-hmm. likes things unattached but he experiences a lot of the same experiences i have i only experience those things because like for me any woman i feel like all women have the capabilities to be nasty yeah you just need to be in a partnership where you are very safe so for me i don't feel safe outside of a relationship so i have never had sex with someone outside of a relationship where they've gotten the experiences that y'all gonna hear on that podcast Mm -hmm. so if you have sex with me you got it very vanilla from the front from the back from the side that's it you're not getting nothing else out of me i'm not doing no special tricks no toys no nothing you're not doing anything so you'll be lucky to get hit so that's for me personally (laughs) right i'm not because i don't want to do anything special with someone i don't feel safe with i feel like when you tell me yo it's a go we together you know my free flag wave high and mighty okay yeah i like i i I like the connection having connection sex is completely different and especially when you you, and and it's somebody that you just like yo like i fuck with this person like like that so yeah let's let's let it let it all out yeah i i can't wait to get on the episode yes, I, mean, I, definitely to. Yes. I have a i have so many topics but i was waiting for a topic where i could get an extra man on there so now i have like i can prepare an episode so we'll, we'll talk after okay all right before we go into the rundown i can't call him shogun because he ain't shogun no more so my other what is, what is, what is anthony's name now I don't know. He just he he he's rebranding right now, and he's talking to his team. You know how it is. He's a prima donna. <laughs> I've been wondering for the longest. I was like, well, I feel like he's so synonymous with Shogun. Like, I don't know what else he would be called. To be completely honest, I know he's I, not wrong. The name though. The funny thing about this, and he, I know he's listed the episode, but the funny thing about it is, I love that he does this stuff to himself. Like, because I sit back and just kind of laugh. <laughs> I'm just like, nigga, you got to figure out another name. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nigga, you did this to yourself. But this is the thing. This is why I always think too heavy of a nickname. That's the problem because you can't grow with your name. Like I changed my my Instagram to my actual Twitter handle and my podcast name, which mm-hmm. is said the Twin Kid, because I felt like I have encompassed too many things underneath my belt that I can't mm-hmm. just be known as a stylist anymore. Right. So, right. I just changed it to my name. Right. Sort of. Kind of, but it's still with you. It's with me. I feel like everyone, if you hear my name, because I wave my Gemini flag very high. I'm very much a Gemini. I love being a Gemini. Most of my favorite people are Geminis, including celebrities. Hello, t- looking at Kendrick Lamar, Tupac. Um, there's so hey, many. Look at Tupac. They dig in the ground. Okay, listen. I why you gotta go there? That's so damn dark. Who the fuck would be like, yeah, look at the ground? Like, go outside and look at your soil. Tupac is there. Okay, you don't know that man might be in Jamaica somewhere. Shit. (laughs) That nigga is dead as the day is long. You better stop. (laughs) Anyway, all my favorite people, except for Azalea Banks and Donald Trump. I love Gemini's. You know, they are the shit stain of the Gemini's. We all have our shit stain celebrities that are on our list. And they're ours are Donald Trump and Azalea Banks. I can't stand oh, it. They're Gemini's. I like loathe it. But eccentric people who have forward thinking are typically Gemini's. 
Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. Bringing the bringing the astronomy astronomy astrology. astrology. Wow, that's so I you don't. Okay, I didn't pass the tenth grade. Y'all know y'all know shit about astrology no more. And you a Sag? That don't that actually makes sense. Sages are the main people that buck against the astrology system. Wow. <laughs> that is. My best friend, she's a Sag, and she literally be like, it doesn't have anything to do with astrology, Sydney. It has nothing to do with it. We'll talk about I'm like, well, girl, why you keep bringing up astrology then? Stop telling me anything about it if you don't believe in it. Shit. <laughs> but it's like, she's like, it's just for fun. I'd be like, okay. Well, right. You know, but it's, it's one of the reasons why I love her so much is because, like, she is very, like, no nonsense. Very logical, and then I'm one of those people that's like my head in the clouds kind of person, and she's mm. not. She's a very logical person. She keeps me grounded, and then I harass her. Love you, girl. You are you so niggerish. Look, I am. <laughs> I'm going I am to. A nigga. I'm from the south side of Chicago. I'm very nigga. Uh oh. Very. From where? It's the south side of Chicago. The Chicago, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, every time you get rough, oh, I'm giving you the drop. Every time you get rough, look. <laughs> so look, co-host, my co-host uh, sent me this, and and I'm gonna play this. I've seen it already. You have it. I want I want to play this commercial for you, and I want to get your thoughts. Okay. Tell me, tell me what you think about this. I'm gonna play it now, and. You just tell me what you think. Well, the beginning part is not helping. Go ahead. In the 400 years since enslaved Africans were first brought to America, we've been told to go back. Quote, they should get back on a ship and go back to Africa. That we don't belong. Why don't you go back to Africa where you belong? Go back to Africa! Told by elected officials. Go back to Africa! Told more than once every three minutes online. But what if we could tell a different story about what it means to go back to Africa? This is Go Back to Africa, a pan-African tourism campaign for black and abroad that hijacks real hate as it happens in real time on Twitter, erases the racist context, and displaces it with the positive vision of Africa through hyper-targeted ads for each of Africa's 54 countries. But we had another problem. For black people to want to go to Africa, we need to be able to see ourselves there. And most of the people who appear in mainstream travel imagery are white. So we developed an algorithm that pulls hundreds of thousands of travel images from Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, uses Google Vision AI to find the ones likely to contain black travelers, analyzes and tags the content, and pulls them into GoBackToAfrica.com a first-of-its-kind socially-sourced content platform of aspirational black travel. From Algeria to Zimbabwe. This platform also becomes the foundation for a programmatic influencer marketing campaign. So if one of our millennial targets likes cuisine, adventure, and wildlife, they get a custom ad designed to help them see themselves there. Sid? Are you ready to go back to Africa? <sighs> okay. <laughs> so I have several different opinions on this. So there is um a podcaster that I listen to. Um, her not a podcaster. She has a YouTube. She's a YouTuber. Her name is Josie, and she mm. was talking about how when she would travel through Africa, how um there weren't any black people. Like black right. people don't travel to Africa, and how like how 
it doesn't make sense like because black people more prioritize traveling to europe and those other places right so and she was saying that she, we do need more initiatives and more things to push us to go to africa because there is like a a, a negative connotation and stereotype about it mm-hmm. however <laughs> this commercial is fucking weird i really want to preference how weird this commercial is go back to africa like why are white people the reason why we're going to africa like and the the thing the Af- who said it Afropunk said it like turning white trolls into black gold. What the gold fuck? black gold. Like, white trolls into black gold. We going back. Like why the fuck? Why is it twenty twenty one and we're still we're still doing things because white people are the reason why white people should never be the reason why we do any motherfucking thing like a white person doesn't tell me when to go to sleep when to eat or when to do anything they don't even make me choose my fashion choices anymore and they own half of all the white things so why why like you should want to go back to africa because of the fact that it's a huge continent with plenty of places that are well civilized that are just as civilized as any other place that is not america <laughs> They're turning a negative into a positive, Sid. Look, they have an algorithm that kind of that tells you, hey, we can go back to Africa. Look at these wonderful black people who like the cuisine. Yes, go back to Africa, nigga. I mean, black person. <laughs> it's a okay for you to go back to Africa. We want you to go back to Africa so you can learn, learn the cuisine, learn the beautiful places. But you should want to do that regardless. Like, I thought that was the reason why black people were, the crazy amount of black people were taking all these damn ancestry tests was so you could know where the fuck you were from. Why don't you just go travel to where you're fucking from? Why does it have to do, again, why does that have anything to do with a white person? I just don't understand why we're doing things because white people are telling us. Do not watch the commercial. Taking white trolls and making it into black gold. What is doing okay. is it's taking the black gold and giving it back to a white troll. Now white people gonna think they can move us. I don't want a white motherfucker to tell me they can move me and do anything. And by white motherfucker, I mean a white person that means me harm. Okay, <laughs> not just any white person. Those white people are just white people. But now, they have an algorithm and everything for the millennials. The for these millennials who pick these different destinations. The algorithm. Algorithm. You can go to Google. You can go to Google. Like this shit is Google, but why the fuck you need an algorithm that you could just Google? Did you not see the the dark skinned black queen that they show when she and her algorithms that she said, "Hey, here's some great cuisine over here in Africa that we can go back to." Look at me, I'm happy. I'm ready to go back to Africa, aren't you? <laughs> and I was just first of all, I was also thinking that what they're doing is opening up more people to do them awful ass African challenges, like what they were doing with Fufu mm. and the goat situation. What were you thinking about the? The commercial. Oh, this is this was terrible to me. I was like, "Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? You telling the nigga to go back to Africa? Basically, like, go back to Africa, nigga. Like, we don't need you around here. Get out of here with your with your shit." I, I really don't like white trolls. The black goat. Nigga, it's the worst out of here. line of the whole commercial. White trolls and the black goal. I just it's one turning people into foolishness. I don't. I don't know who this is for, actually. Like, I don't feel like you to go to Africa. This say what? Did this incentivize you to actually go to Africa? Hell no! <laughs> this is incentivize <laughs> to go nowhere. That incentivize my black ass to not go to the because it's actually a website and everything. Um, it's real. Like the whole <laughs> <It's> thing real. <laughs> is real. Dedicating an algorithm for this is. 
like is Africa losing right now? Like, do they need losing up? Well, first like, of all, y'all need y'all motherfuckers need to stop colonizing it for it to be like in its okay. So black people go to Africa. Let's play. Let's play devil's advocate. Black people go to Africa. Okay. So we go to Africa or whatever. We're we're gonna go into most black people are gonna go to South Africa or countries that have been well colonized underneath the British rule. Right. And now you got China that's trying to call in this day and age in 2021, they're trying to colonize Africa now. Like they're now actively trying to colonize Africa. So uh, I'm just trying to understand. We're going to go back to what? We, just, we might as well just go to Asia and China. Like that, because that's where they're going to mostly push you. Mm. We don't need to go back there. That's where the flu is. <laughs> that's where the Rona started at. We can't no, go away. We're I, not I, allowed. I don't want to make no jokes because people dying about that kind of shit oh, right yeah. now. You know, people are literally dying. No Asian hate. Okay, I'm very pro no Asian hate, even though you know Asians do be terrorizing the fuck out of black people. Um, Somebody else told me that, and I was just like, "Well, I mean, if you see any World Star video? You, I can't tell you how many beauty supply store videos you see where Asian folks are beating the shit out of black women. So, um, it's not like I feel like they're is justified. I don't think it should happen either side. I don't think Asian people should be getting shot or beat the fuck up. But I also think that Asian people should also not be, you know. You know, basically continuing racism in their own situation. Right. Like, why? Also, I'm not going to get off topic too much, but That's even okay. in the beauty supply situations, like there is a huge hold. I feel like black people don't realize, don't understand why there's not more black owned beauty supply stores. And there's a reason why. Most of the time, the way that you order those supplies is through Asia. Mm-hmm. You order them through Asia. Literally, Asian people have literally if you if they feel like you're a black person they feel like you're not of asian descent they literally will not sell you the goods no matter how much like you have to get some crazy amount of money so if you buy them through the american um trade system it's like three times expensive versus how you would buy it if it was in asia but they will sell to their own so there is a lot of ongoing racism and um you know, and gatekeeping that's happening in the Asian community that is strongly against African-Americans and as well as other African countries, because I just told you that mm-hmm. Asia is trying to colonize Africa. So I don't think either things are good. I don't think Asian people should die or get, you know, beat the fuck up or terrorized for being Asian because the flu system, Corona COVID was created underneath a um, an American patent in an American lab that just happens to be in Asia. Okay. So it is not an Asian disease, period. So they don't need to be punished for something like that. I don't know, you know, they're, I'm not a conspiracist, so I'm not going to get into how they may have gotten out. But I don't think that black Asian people are like this minority that needs to be like saved because they still terrorize other communities. They terrorize Hispanic and black communities heavily. They choose, now I'm probably going to get some flack. Fuck it. They choose to come into our neighborhoods though. Like they know we're going to spend money with them. Like yeah, it ain't absolutely. like we, we we ain't we not out here begging like yo we need these Asians out here to sell this Malaysian here because I got a girl I need my grade B or whatever the fuck like mm-hmm. I mean they come to yes. us because they know we spend money like well, they, come to not, they know they have a product that we have to have like they hustle us yes they are but a part of our assimilation process is us having our hair, especially as a black woman, because it's beauty supplies are mostly for black women, mm-hmm. uh, is a huge part of, of the black 
female experience into the assimilation process. So it's not like we have a choice, like, oh, we can just let our hair do whatever. It's really not. I mean, we have more wiggle room in this day and age, but up until this point, like the last five years, we didn't have no wiggle room. You had to look and be presented in a certain way in order to get job security, in order to enter certain neighborhoods, in order to enter, hell, even to have certain relationships because men mostly were subscribed still to this day to a European standard. So... Yes, they're coming into it, but they're providing a product that is heavily needed in the black community. It's not like cigarettes. You could live without cigarettes. The black women, literally, their lives are heavily impacted by their the choices that they make in their hair. Tell my uncle that he smoke cools on the regular. See, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> like, and he don't need them cigarettes. I hate people. He like, do need them. He do need them cigarettes. He's gonna beat his wife. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But you know, Asians used to be our counterpoint minority. They used to like they used to come into our neighborhoods because they had no other place to go. They could mm-hmm. not get places in other neighborhoods. Like they couldn't. They literally could not buy businesses and buildings in other neighborhoods. They could only get um. They could only get them in black neighborhoods or in right. po- in, in impoverished neighborhoods that just happily, you know, be filled with Hispanic and black people. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they came into our neighborhoods automatically like, oh, I'm going to swindle black people. It was this is the only place that I can create some kind of livelihood and business for our family system. Right. So, you know, again, the minorities are not the problem. White supremacy is the problem. But Asians do subscribe to a white supremacy supremacy narrative. Mm-hmm. So them coming into the neighborhoods wasn't the problem. Them selling in those neighborhoods was not the problem, but them gatekeeping and not allowing black businesses to, to get their own ownership and their own communities. Now they're subscribing to a white supremacy. Mm-hmm. They need to sell crack then. Hell, they probably... <laughs> they need That's to sell... I always wonder yeah. why Asians never decided to sell crack. Like, why was it that Black people just were like, oh, yeah, we're going to sell this crack? Because Asian and Hispanic people were in our neighborhoods, too. You know, well, Hispanic people, they definitely were selling some crack. But, um... Which is weird that it's synonymous with Black people because the biggest cocaine dealers are Hispanic. Yeah, but we... See, that's why you need to watch Snowfall. That's why you need... Because it actually breaks some of that stuff down. See... See? Maybe I will. Maybe I, will. I always like to understand how the community breakdown is because black people, we be on the bottom of the totem pole. And I always want to know how did we get here? How do we get here? Because, you know, but outside of slavery, like why are is our 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 societal viewpoint so low? You know what I mean? You know, because mm-hmm. we're heavily sexualized. So that means black women and black men are desired within other communities. But why, outside of that sexualization, why are we not valued for anything else? It's interesting. Outside of our bodies, black people are not are are not um are not really wanted. To be honest, we're not really celebrated in anything else besides our body. You know, when you think about the singing, the dancing, the basketball, the physical, like that celebration of the body only. We don't celebrate right. too much of anything else outside that for black people. And I just always want to understand like why. Hmm. So maybe I'll yeah maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you know. I, well, I just all I know is I'm not going back to Africa. I mean, here's the thing: I already wanted to go to Africa. I'm just kind of like looking at this, like, what the fuck? Like, Africans don't like us. They don't. They want absolutely us cannot stand African Americans, which is one they of the reasons like, why I think more African Americans should go because Africans don't like. I, us. 
we talk so much shit about Africa over here. Like the same way that we don't like Africans giving us these crazy ass stereotypes. They don't like that. We've given them this crazy stereotype. I know we've all, we've all been to high school before and somebody's called some African person, an African booty scratcher. I don't know why we all learned this, or where the fuck we got that from, but we've all, I've heard somebody's, everyone's heard somebody say it before and they're sick of those stereotypes. Just like we're sick of ours. Well, I'm just saying though, like Africans hate us because, because we're, because we have all these, you have all this knowledge. You can go to the library anytime you want to. And I, I don't have that in my country. Like they don't understand. You can go get them books. Fuck them books, nigga. I'm over here trying to play PlayStation. But I'm here's the thing: they don't understand when they come into our communities. They're thought of as higher than us just by being an immigrant. Being an African American is the lowest thing you can be in society in America. Yeah, but we have so many freedoms that they don't have. For, for yes, but people. when they come here, they adopt those same freedoms. So I just don't understand why the the prejudice you know like we we're both mad about the same person oppressing us so why are you mad at me and it's almost like when you get mad at your sister you know for your parents beating your ass that's what it feels like like <laughs> you know like i didn't beat your ass why are you mad at me <laughs> right right i don't know african africans just they don't like us and we ain't sure they don't, you know, but but they got nigerians on their side nigerians hustle the fuck out of everybody nigerians is like well i'm out here Nigerian men are some of the most, I'm sorry, I, I got to say this. They're some of the worst dating experiences I've ever had in my life. I absolutely yeah, Nigerian men, I would, I would literally, when I hear a man tell me like, oh, I'm from Africa, I'd be like, yo, where are you from? Where the fuck are you from? If you're from Nigeria or Kenya, I'm not trying to fuck with you no more because yeah. they have like the colorism is very stricken in that community and I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. You're going to say something stupid and they're going to look at me. I don't want to be a part of that. Well, I've had an African say don't trust Nigerians. So when a real African say don't trust Nigerians, a real African, get out of it. So damn weak. A real, he's a real, he from Africa. <laughs> a real, like, like, Pinocchio, like a real boy, like a real like, African. He was like, hey, bro, I just want to let you know, never trust Nigerians. I was like, gotcha. <laughs> like um, the Indians, you know, like how a lot of Asian people say that about Indians. They're like, don't trust Indians. But it's because they, I don't even think that they're not trustworthy. They just know how to get the best for what they can get out of you. Like, they're not going to settle for less, unlike the rest of them. They're not going to settle for less yeah. at all. The Nigerian women won't settle for less at all. And neither would Nigerian men. Like, they don't, se- listen, they're going to get the best bang for their buck one way or another. Right. So that's when I, we need to be doing that. If anything, we need to be learning from them. I don't think we need to swindle people. But we could learn some of those. You got to get it how you live sometime in these streets. <laughs> sometime First of all, sometime I ain't talking about this no more because we've I'm not going to continue with this with you. I'm not sure. I'm not trying to get no backlash. Going to get off of this. <laughs> when the streets is talking, nigga, you got to do it. I ain't saying nothing else. I ain't saying nothing else. I ain't saying nothing else because be, I'm just waiting on someone to be like, oh, y'all fucked up. No, I'm, this ain't my podcast. I ain't saying shit else on here. <laughs> If I go watch Boogie, I'm straight. So I ain't even got to worry about it. I'm, I'm, saying shit else. I'm not saying, nope. I ain't baiting this. I ain't saying shit else. I'm from the south side of Chicago, but an African will be my ass. I'm not playing with it. Chicago, nigga. If you say anything else about Chicago, every time you get that, you who, Listen, it, Chicago has heavily impacted my life. Like, hell, most of the music I listen to, the rappers are from Chicago. Like, I'm a Chicago person. The, okay. You know, it's heavily impacted my life, you know, from the way that I speak, the way that I think about things. Hell, everything is so impactful. You know, yeah. my whole family is from there. It's not like a piece of us. Is, we're all from there. We just all migrated down here. That's dope. I'm gonna go to Chicago. I don't know why we can't listen. Just go to the north side. It's not for if you don't know Chicago, go to the north side. Just go to the north side. It's safe for y'all. 
Well, thanks. I, 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 I'm not going down there. Okay, you're hot yellow. You just a you are just a lightning rod for trouble. Just go to the north side. I, mean, I know how gang culture work. Don't <laughs> don't give me fucked up. What you you a gang member? I, know, I didn't say that. I ain't acting. Like, like, I'm, I'm not scared of you going to the north alley, sir. <laughs> I know how gang activity. Nigga, look, it's that, time. <laughs> it's that time again for the one and only. <laughs> Right on time. Look at my African American. <laughs> um, the rundown is where myself and Sid, the twin kid, are gonna get some news topics out here and give you our perspective on there from a from the black culture point of view. We're not going back to Africa. We're gonna stay here in America and tell you what what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. Who wants to go first? You want to go first, or she not? Sure, let's. I'll go first. Why? Why not? So, um, let's talk about the Sharon Stone situation of her being kicked off the talk. Sharon so, Osborne. Sharon Osborne. Why I say Stone? Sharon Osborne. I was just watching. Uh, it, it, they all look the same. It's fine. They look. They the same. definitely don't. She. They're not even from the same country. See, you not see you not from Chicago if you don't stand if you stay if you don't stand on that. You gotta stand I'm on not, they no, I'm not standing on nothing. See, nope, nope, nope. You ain't gonna bully me into standing on something I don't stand on. They you not from the same country. You be bullying me. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. I know you're a vice lord. I know what you do. <laughs> so Sharon Osborne, she got kicked off of the talk for basically her <laughs> Okay. So there's been a big thing with Meghan Markle about her basically being what's the best way of saying it, bullied in the press and her upholding and saying that she doesn't feel like, I forgot his name just that quick. My mind just went off. What's his name that was basically saying those racist comments because he didn't, he was Pierce the one that went on the date with Sharon Markle? Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan. And her saying that Piers Morgan is her friend and he's never done or said anything malicious towards black people and she doesn't feel like he's a racist. Mm. Now, here's mm. the issue with that. A lot of her co-hosts were given as she's basically yelling, cursing. They had to go to commercial break in the middle of that with her Absolutely. like really cursing. So the whole thing, because I think you guys talked about this already. I've seen she's, the video. she's been kicked off the talk. There's been a lot of controversy behind this because now people are trying to figure out where is the layer of freedom of speech because her herself has not said anything racist. So now is even supporting somebody who is not even in, in the American public not even dealing with an American affairs, her being basically removed from the talk show. Like, is, is this imposing on the freedom of speech? Well, Do you think it's imposing on the freedom of speech at all? Um, I, okay. So let's dig a little bit deeper into this. They actually went and did an investigation uh-huh. Uh, on what what was going on because this is not the first time this has happened with no, Sharon she, she, she did it on a what was the other show that uh, she was a part of that she did she also her other I, co-host I don't remember uh, um, I'm gonna look it up real quick go ahead but she actually had it was other cast members that came up and was saying well you know Sharon Osbourne um said this uh I can't remember the names right now but um there was other cast members that said something to the point of the Asian co, uh, one of the Asian co-stars, um, uh-huh. said that she called her something behind her back, or it was she called her wonton and slanty eyes. Yeah, wonton. Damn, she is a good one. She's a it's great wonton and slanty eyes. And then her former executive co-producer um, and co-host Sarah Gilbert, who was a lesbian, she called her a pussy licker and a fish eater. Wonton and slanty eyes. <laughs> that was white. That she called the woman's name is Julie Chen. She called her Wonton and Slanty Eyes. 
because she's from Big Brother. Julie Chen's from Big Brother. Um, Oh, so, eyes. That's real fucked up. It's kind of quick witted. She's she's come on. She's she's from that country. She knows how it goes down. We don't need wonton and slanty eyes. Um so when you say freedom of speech, I'm like, yeah, she can say it, but she can also get catch these hands. But here's the thing: the thing that got her removed from the show was her her support of Pierce Morgan. It right. was yes, they did an open investigation, but they had an open investigation from her from the last show she was a part of. She was a part of another show and had some said some disparaging comments to another cast person, and that's and she left that show. So my issue is is why are why was it that she said something against someone that's not even a part of our own country? Granted, Meghan Markle is an American, but that's not an American issue. That's a that's a that's a British issue. So right. why why is it these were the things that catapulted her into having an investigation and then being fired? Like, is is it now that now you can't say anything that's against the you know the the norm? Anything that's against the norm, what is that going to be liable for you to get fired, removed, or looked frowned upon in your own like? That's the issue that I'm having now. I think people should be able to have opinions. I think her having a personal relationship with Pierce Morgan, I don't feel like that should have been anything. Right. That we it should have been something like, okay, we had this conversation. It was a good for ratings, and we should have moved on. Like her co-host Cheryl um, Underwood. Cheryl, I think yeah. Cheryl she, Underwood. I grant. I felt like she said that she didn't even that she had no racist encounters with her co-host. It was her take. Okay, I've seen the video. I've seen it several times. It's basically her taking up for her friend. And then also trying to just kind of be like, well, where's the racism, all this other stuff, and why do you take it this way? And they got into a yelling match. It looked very bad for the show. Yeah, but look, one, do I feel like she should be able to say what she wants to say? Yes. Is, is, uh, do you ride or die for your homie? Of course you do. You know what I'm saying? But you also know the consequences that come behind what was going on with Pierce Morgan and with this whole Meghan Markle thing. Like, dude basically was getting his ass handed to him on his show he left yeah. his own show because yeah. of this whole situation it's a touchy subject Meghan Markle feels like everybody keeps talking about we don't play I mean, she doesn't have to feel like anything she is being terrorized I mean if you look at the tabloids side by side of what they release on a day to day and how they were treating um, Kate Middleton during her first few years as a right. royal versus hers it is scathing and it is specific and Pierce Morgan does have an agenda against her yes um, so I don't disagree with the what Megan's feeling, but I feel like we have a problem as Americans or as taking in people's problems that are not ours. And I mean that in the sense that a lot of times people do not give a fuck of what happens to Amer- African Americans over here in America. Okay, right. we don't see a. There was a time during quarantine where the world was shut down and nobody else had nothing else better to do, so they didn't mind standing us. But for the most part, the most people they are very quick to look the other way when things happen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it is very strange to me that we are now taking on people's problems to the point that now you can get fired for saying something bad about somebody who doesn't like Meghan Markle. I do think it's strange. I do think it's imposing because Sharon, I mean, granted, now that this investigation, she is proven to be a racist, but we didn't know that before. So like, and I'm going to be honest with you, I think all white people at some point in time has said or done something racist in the last seven to 10 years. We're going to find it. It's going to happen. It's just, I'm just going to be a hundred percent. We need to all let go of the idea that nobody did blackface. Nobody said anything racist because it used to be like, cool to say whatever the fuck you want to be racist. As long as you ain't say nigga or whatever the fuck, like, if she ain't say like she was um 
as long as it's not super disparaging that it's obviously like it's a slur if it's not a slur mm-hmm. you can pretty much used to be able to get away with saying whatever the fuck you wanted to so right this digging up and being like oh well she said this or did this well i need to know when does she say these things and i feel like i can't find when she said these things when does she call you a, a, a fish eater here's here's my problem too why they waiting until now to kind of come for i mean well i guess hence the investigation i guess but it's like why didn't y'all say something then i think a lot of times especially people who are minorities because i've worked um so I worked on a shoot with someone that was a very large person, um, a celebrity. Um, mm-hmm. I assisted in it. It wasn't like something that like, oh, they popped me as a stylist. I was assisting another stylist. And we were both black. Everyone else, everyone else was white. Everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, I did this in college. I will say this. As a black person, your main goal is to, or as a minority in general, you want to keep your job. You would like to keep your job because you need to keep a good standing with these people so you you can get more jobs. So I think it is strongly frowned upon because it works in numbers. Let's understand the network television system. They're full of white people. There are no yeah. black people in power. There are a very small amount of people of black people or or minorities in power. There's not a lot of us. So Sir we don't Gilbert have a lot to stand white. on. Sarah Gilbert is a white woman who isn't also a lesbian, so she actually there's not a lot of homosexuals in you can't in those top places. You can't talk. You can't talk LGBT badly about LGBT L, LBTG. L, L, you can't talk about that community and not get backlash for it. No, they have a higher because here's the thing: every there are LGBT members in every community, so they right. have a higher pool than people who are minorities that are in these single minority groups, and it makes sense because every minority group, as well as people who are the majority, have LGBT community members. So it's mm-hmm. more heavily impactful on the whole group of them. Yes, it sucks because it, everyone gets sick of having to wait their turn when they've been putting in the work, and then you have other people that are basically like riding the coattails of other communities who put in the work, mm-hmm. but. It, they only get to get that skip because every community involved is impacted because every community has an LGBT member of you know basically in there. So you, do you feel like she should have kept she should have been able to keep her job? I feel like she should have been able to keep her job. Maybe put her on some type of suspension so that way they can show like oh we did something. But this is not her first offense. It's not her first offense. Okay, I'm going to say this, and this is a fucked up thing. I do not know if Sharon Osbourne leaving is going to be the detriment of that show. Those other two ladies that I think are amazing, I think that they are not going to be able to carry the show. So I feel like if you wanted to keep the show, or you must not give a fuck about the show, you should have kept Sharon Osbourne. Because they're gonna they're gonna have to put in some money to replace her, and I don't know if I don't really know anyone who fits that dynamic well enough. That's controversial enough, but then at the same time. So the midday um, woman round circle talk show circuit is a, a big business. They get a lot of, they get a lot of sponsorships. They get a ton of viewers. Um, the view, the talk. Uh, what's the one with Adriana Bila? Um, uh, the real. The real. All of these shows. I mean, it's a competition. They are hustling. The real, the real is definitely at the bottom because white women don't see themselves in that audience, and white women are the main viewers of those shows. Right. They don't see themselves in that audience, and Sharon Osbourne is a part of the group of people where they see themselves in that audience. I always think it puts people at a disservice when you don't give everybody a seat at the table because you you're kind of 
taken away from people who can actually watch the show. White mm. women in particular watch daytime television more than any other group of people. Mm. They must have so, some Derek Jacksons in their life because they, they probably work. do. They white women. Shit. They ain't got no. <laughs> dang, they got they ain't got to work. They can just watch daytime TV. Anyway, I mean, look. I mean, it's true though. I mean, who's at the top end of the percentage? It's the people that are in power, which unfortunately white supremacy does what white supremacy does. It's going to be white people. So it makes sense. The Look, statistics make sense. Let me just say this. I'm all for people being able to say what they want to say. Yeah. I want freedom of speech. I'm, I I love having my platform because I can say 90% of the time what I want to say. We can't say whatever the fuck. <laughs> I know I can't say whatever the fuck I want to say. I be- But 90% of the time, I, I, I'm going to speak my mind on it. Yeah. I feel I feel you. But like, well, okay. Should she have? Like she went, this was not a racist moment for her. This was. This is my problem. That was not a racist moment for her. Her defending her friend and saying, "I don't think he said anything racist," is not a racist moment for her. But let me ask you a question. Anytime somebody says investigation, does it ever come out good after that? No. Look at the Ellen show. Hell, Ellen was off the air forever. Shit. Ellen is losing niggas right now. She's she gonna be fine. She's losing. Ellen gonna be fine. She didn't have how many celebrities come out and say, "Oh, ain't shit happened to me." She she pulling a Harry Weinstein situation. She gonna be back. So, I as feel- long as she ain't raped nobody. Now she rapes somebody, it's over for her. But she, you know, Ellen good. Ellen good. She good. She got her bag. She can she can pass the show on to Nick Cannon anytime she's ready to do that. So. Was Nick Cannon was on the Wendy Williams show? He was not on the Ellen show, was he? He can take either one. It's fine. He got wild. No, I need Wendy Williams. He could have Ellen. I need Wendy Williams to stay where she at. He got wild and out back. We don't care. (laughs) Wild and out comes out next month. I can't wait for it to come back. Ooh, shit. I'm glad he apologized to those Jewish people because I was just like, man, why you say that? Like, you just not, like, why? I sure do miss wilding out. Yeah, I was missing wilding out too. I was too. I was missing DC Flaws, missing the whole crew Chico. I was missing all of them. Oh, Lord have mercy. But yeah, so I'm glad. So I, I feel you. I feel you. I just. Anytime an investigation comes with some of this stuff, then you know it is what it is. Ah, next story. Okay, let's. What's, what's your next story? Let's come on. Oh. What's tea? What's tea? Okay, since you, since you, well, I'm actually. Since gonna, I you should go next. Do you want to, or unless you I'm want going, me to do I'm, all of mine first? Uh, uh-uh, we'll go. We'll say turns. Okay. I have a, a situation. Look, Evanston, Illinois, is going to do reparations for black residents. Let me show you a clip real quick. A bunch of Ooh, you don't support the black folks. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and play your clip. Go ahead. You don't support the blacks. I, I'm gonna, I believe my commentary. Going to play a clip. Go and play a clip. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to get my up on the screen. Go. Winston City Council tonight. It has approved the first part of a plan to pay reparations to its black residents. It's the nation's first approved reparations program. NBC 5's Alex Maragos on the story for us. He's live in Evanston. Alex. Allison, a really interesting debate tonight. Some say this measure doesn't go far enough. Others are concerned if it's constitutional. And they've got an election here in Evanston in a couple weeks. Some are saying, let's wait till we get a new city council. But this measure was approved eight to one tonight. And the first payments from a new city sales tax on marijuana will go to qualified black residents here in Evanston. Tonight, Evanston City Council voted eight to one to approve reparations to black residents. $400,000 will go to qualified applicants for housing assistance. I think this step is gonna pull all of America forward. 
And it's really critical that we take that first step. Those approved can use up to $25,000 for things like down payments, home improvement, or mortgage assistance. The large majority of Black Evanstons are very, very happy uh, with the movement that is being made tonight. Michael Neighbors is the president of Evanston's NAACP. He says this is an important first step toward justice. So we're looking forward to getting this out of the way so that the entire nation can understand that reparations work. Alderman Cicely Fleming was the lone no vote tonight. Rather than this reparations dictating to black people what they need and how they will receive it, we need to listen more to the people. Many residents also shared their concerns during time for public comment. We support the housing program. We don't support calling this reparations because it simply is not. That's all we're saying is take your time. Why are you rushing? This isn't about your legacy. This ordinance is doomed to be declared unconstitutional. Now, that last comment came from a law professor who supports reparations. A D.C. law firm sent Evanston a letter saying that this ordinance is unconstitutional. Evanston leaders say if there are legal challenges to it, they will be prepared for them. Reporting live in Evanston, Alex Maragos, NBC5 News. The conversation continues. We'll see what happens. Sid, how do you feel about this Evanston, Illinois town, giving the black people what they need? Giving them okay. their reparation. Here's $2,500 right here for you, nigga. Go on out there and buy your house. Okay, so the, the problem is, is you can only use it towards a house. You can't use it towards your bills. You can't use it towards anything else. Like it's is it that the American a, dream? It's actually illegal. And you can only buy a house in that community. You can't buy it anywhere else. Buy back the block. Okay. <laughs> it's just, I feel like it's, 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 it's fucked up because that community is not like a community that is like highly desirable. So when you get money, what do most people, black people want to do? They want to go and spread it into other communities and they want to move up, but they're not able to do that. And then you're not able to buy the home or sell it for 10 years. You have to keep it for 10 years. Or, or, or you have to, if you don't, you have to repay all the money back to the government. What's the problem? Okay, the problem, there is a huge problem with it. If you already own a home, you don't qualify. And if you make a certain amount of money, you don't qualify. Right, right, All black people were enslaved. So what the fuck, if it's about reparations, give us all the money and give us the money, okay? (laughs) No one told y'all how to use the money that y'all are paid out for when you had to release your slaves. You were just giving money. You brought in, you said the S word. Slaves, S-L-A-V-E-S, slaves. So, I have a problem with them calling this reparations. Um, yeah, it's not reparations. They just giving you money to get a house in their neighborhood to redo their neighborhood. Yeah, because you're playing property tax on it. It's going to go back into their hands. It's not like, oh, this is money that they're never going to see back again. This is basically a rotation back into making it a fruitful neighborhood. So that way the government can make money. So it's really a government incentive for themselves more than it is because – they're not losing any money. They're using the property tax off of marijuana, money that they're not even used to using. It's not even in their rotation of funds. This is like rotation marijuana. This is. It's not even in there. They're using it from the damn property tax for marijuana. Like this isn't even funds that they are allocating from their own budget system. So right. let's just be a hundred. It's not like they are losing anything by giving right. money to black people for them to circulate and give them back more money. 
it's not doing anything. I mean, yeah, it looks good on paper. And I'm not saying that this is definitely something that black people don't benefit from. There is a, but is it truly reparations? No. So one of the things that they said in the article, um, because it's an article um, from NBC5 or whatever, they're saying that the money is going to help 16 black families who have suffered from housing discrimination. 16? What the fuck is... so they did they they got over four hundred thousand dollars to kind of help these 16 families what is with 16? housing discrimination this housing discrimination situation so i don't but it's not reparations that's not reparations and it's not enough people 16 motherfucking people a hundred people 50 people you know i'm still side-eyeing but that's something 16 people Basically, this is like a college fund. What the fuck? Like, this ain't nothing. This isn't anything. And then they're not giving a lot of substantial money because the the amount of money that the homes are worth is not that much. This is bullshit. And um, I can understand why people are upset because you're buying a house that you're trapped into keeping for 10 years. You still have to give money back to the government. And then the money is taxable. The money is taxable. So, and you're only giving it to 16 people that you already said can't afford it anyway. So, I think the definition of reparations is completely different from what these, but, uh, but here's the thing too, which, which kind of is on the flip side of it. A lot of these families are cool with this. A lot of these families are saying you're helping me. A lot of these families, are because, like, I'll take it. Okay. It is because they, that's all they have to turn to. They don't. And I'm gonna say this. We, um, especially people that are in, from impoverished neighborhoods were notoriously known for not reading, um, basically the fine print. Right. I guarantee you that a majority of us are not reading the fine print of how this is going to impact you once you decide to accept this money. They don't think about it being as taxable. They don't think about being trapped in their families, being trapped in a home for 10 years and not being able to move or sell the property. Right. They don't think about those kind of things at all. They're just thinking about a very short term situation. And they don't even think about the fact that why is it that we're only, that we're only giving it to 16 families. So they're not even holding their government accountable because they're just like, Oh, it's reparations. It's the first draft. They'll do more. They'll do better. And no, what it is, is it's an incentive for more black people to move to the area because they're hoping that in hopes of moving to the area, you can hopefully qualify for the grant. So they're hoping that more people will move there. And all in all, it's a fucked up situation. Black people always get these handouts and we're being told that, that we're getting more than what we deserve because Indian people got land. OK, Native Americans got land. OK, and they still get money to this day. Their families do. They, yes, the huge amount of them were slaughtered in the same amount. Like Africa is a huge continent that is significantly larger than America. There were more African people lost in the um, trans-American slave trade than there were for Native Americans. Not saying that Native Americans don't deserve their reparations. They do. But we also, in turn, if they deserve reparations, we are from the same coin. We deserve them as well. Yeah, I want to open up a casino too, just like the, the Native Americans did. It's not about the casino. It's about the fact that, <laughs> goddamn, like y'all white people, like we. I don't. I, how the fuck do I know that y'all bought a house with all y'all money? I do not believe that. I don't believe all y'all bought a house with the slave money y'all got. Shit and hell, I heard that some of some of the people was getting money, and they didn't even own slaves. Like they were given, like okay, because you can't buy slaves, you know, we're gonna go ahead and cut you a check too. Like that does not take over the amount. And it's the pers- here's another issue I have. That right. money is not converted to how much money that would amount to in American time. So yeah. how much money those people were given, I think there was like, it amounts to about $150,000. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to be getting, a piece. They can afford it. Yeah. 
I, I've always been more on the cut down uh, the military funds. Well, I've I, I would rather get land and some other perks other than money. I, I don't think money is going to help in the situation that you could buy me a stock. Give me a stock bond in the Amer and, and and they can give me a stock bond in the country. I would take that. Some that'll accumulate over time and then I can withdraw basically like a, a bank account. But there's other options than giving 16 families crumbs. Because that's what they're doing. They're giving us crumbs and telling us it's cake, and it's not. Well, hey, I, like I said, a lot of these people are happy about getting that. So, would you be happy um, with that if you were one of the sixteen? No, because I don't trust white people. <laughs> <laughs> if a white man comes to me with a check and I ain't did nothing for it, I'm going to jail. I know how this works. <laughs> you said I'm going to I'm, jail. I'm so, I'm do, you play play the <laughs> do you play the lottery? Do you play the lottery? Come on, that's different. I mean, it's the same it's thing. It's money from the white man. If black people don't win that for real. Mexicans do. Black people have won it. They don't win it for real, for real. I mean, there's not as many as us. Mm. I mean, but, let's see. Hispanic people, they everywhere. They gonna yeah, be the. They gonna good. help. They gonna circumcise, um, supersede, not circumcise. Oh, wait, ooh, yeah, you don't need to circumcise. I like my link. <laughs> they gonna supersede. <laughs> White people sued. Ooh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not coming for Hispanic man's dicks. <laughs> Go to your dicks. I don't. And quite, quite frankly, I don't. I don't. I don't want it. So there's that. <laughs> Adjust your crown, queen. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into. Hands up! Don't shoot. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. Maybe Dominicans because they're basically black people. They won't claim it. That, I'm not doing it either. I don't want to do with nobody's. Nobody's Hispanic mothers. I heard are difficult, and like black men's mothers are difficult. I don't want to deal with no Hispanic mother. I did it. I did it. A Puerto Rican girl that came to cut my dick off one time when what? I was with my cousin. But yeah. you know what? Y'all like that shit. Because y'all be like, black women okay. South Ghetto. We Look. so ratchet. But Look. then her husband, oh, she's she fiery. She's sassy. She's spicy. That's what my now you know that's the propaganda. Stop playing with me like you don't know that's the propaganda. My cousin saved my dick. First of all, I didn't even know she look. Okay. Story time with Cole Jackson, real quick. Ooh. Um, so when I was living with my I was staying with my cousin, my aunt and my cousin, and my cousin, he was a whole ass nigga. Let me just keep it real. That nigga a whole ass nigga. He was I mean he was First bringing the feather flock together. He was Stop! Don't even. Stop. Don't even. <laughs> he was. He had a lot. He had a lot of chicks running in and out the house. You know what I'm saying? When I was with, I was exclusive with this chick. So we heard we were exclusive. Mm -hmm. um, but she, her friend, of course, friends talk. Of course, her friends were like, "Yo, why are all these women coming out of your house like that?" You know what I'm saying? And like, my cousin was just a hoe. He wait, just wait. coming out of your house like that? What the fuck was y'all having? That, that nigga, many people? That nigga was running through them. <laughs> nigga, he was running through them, and I'm sitting up here with my little Puerto Rican girlfriend. I'm good. I don't need all that. Girlfriend, I'm so. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, so she came. I was in the front, like the way the house is set. I was in the front, mm -hmm. and uh, the the back room had a door too. It was a back room that had a door. She went to the back door. Mm -hmm. My cousin went to go get it because he thought it was one of his chicks. Ooh. He answers the door. She has a knife and a letter. <laughs> Wait, what? A letter? She had a knife. Whoa, 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 whoa. She, wrote a, she wrote a letter. For okay. So apparently, now this is what he told me. She said, "Where's your cousin at?" Because I came to cut his dick off. I came to cut his dick off. I, he didn't get it. He was like, so apparently they had this whole conversation, 
And apparently she thought I was cheating on him. And he was like, no, my man, She didn't my, even ask you about it. She just said she was your dick off. My cousin is square, nigga. Like he all about you. Like, I don't know what the problem is, but he ain't fucking. He's a he's a L7 ass nigga. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? So they have this... so, so old. That's <laughs> also I mean, we we definitely showing our age with fucking old L7. <laughs> they still say L7 out there. Get they out don't of here. fucking say L7 shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um but uh yeah, like so I get so he comes back into the, the front and he's like, Yo, old girl came looking for you. And I was like, for real? Oh, I was like, why'd you send her away? He was like, cause she was looking to here, read this. She wrote a letter about why she thought I was cheating. She thought I was cheating on her. She did I, no man's gonna ever disrespect me. Blah 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 blah. So here's why I cut your dick off. That's what was at the end of the letter. She just was gonna write you a letter saying, "Hey, you're you're cheating on me, and I'm gonna cut your dick off." Not Ooh. no, I'm gonna tell. I'm not gonna ask you. She didn't even know if you lied or not. Right. I never talked to her. Never talked to her. My cousin saved my life that day because he was like, "Yeah, she was mad." You weren't gonna die if your dick got cut off. You just weren't gonna be able to have no dick no more. <laughs> I was. You gonna gonna no, I would have told him to shoot me in the head. Go ahead, kill me. <laughs> I need my dick. So you're so. telling me that if you didn't have a dick in this world, you wouldn't be able to make it. Uh uh-uh. uh. You still got the you still got the B spot in your back. You still can the G spot, the G spot. Like you have a G spot in your ass. So, so you could just you could just take it in the ass from now on. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are wrong on so many I mean, I'm just saying there's other options to get sexual pleasure it's besides your dick. Nigga, nigga, nigga. You ain't shit. I just, I, I just made it the obvious that you can live a fruitful sexual life without your penis. You don't have to die. I mean, it's fucked up. I mean, I don't want to have my pussy cut off, but I mean, there's still something up there. You know, I got other places. That What's the next story? I'm done with you. What's the story? <laughs> I told you, you the shit. truth. See, I like again. having a penis. I'm I like sure. The, I I like you, I, listen, I'm just saying, penis. in the off chance that she made it up the steps and she was just like, hey, no more dick for you. You don't got to die. You can live a fruitful life. And you don't have to be with men. There are plenty of toys and special gadgets you can have to continue your sex- sexual experiences. The Chicago, Chicago nigga. <laughs> nigga, nigga. My question is, why do men act like y'all don't like ass play at all? Do y'all not? I mean, a little finger in the ass isn't gonna mm-hmm. kill y'all. I don't want a finger in my booty. Y'all be lying. All y'all can't be telling. I don't you. want a finger in my booty. It doesn't even seem appealing to me for somebody to stick. That's because finger. you haven't experienced it yet. I'm not saying I listen. Can't miss what you never had. <laughs> you can't miss what you never had, nigga. You don't also know what you need until you don't until you experience it. I'm nasty enough without a motherfucker sticking their finger in my ass. I I'm you. nasty enough without that. I'm good. Like that. Okay, just, I'm, listen. It's I a phobia. I'm a, I'm a phobia. <laughs> <laughs> Not a motherfucking phobia. <laughs> I'm just saying you have nerves back there and there if you didn't have a penis, there would be other ways to get the job done. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to see my or you could do nipple home. play. There's nipple play, okay? There's I enjoy play. that already. So there's nipple play. Yeah. But I, I can't see my nut. I can't nut. I mean, your I mean your dick would be mostly going, but I mean it'll kind of be something there. The Chicago so we're going to talk about Tammy and Waka Flocka getting into the criticism over um, Charlie. There is Waka Flocka's stepdaughter and Tammy's biological daughter 
coming out as a bicurious or bisexual um, individual. Yeah. So a lot of people are having issues with Waka Flocka because um, he's been one of the main people sharing criticism towards um, Zaya, Zaya, Zoya. Zaya, 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 um, Dwayne Wayne and Gabrielle Union's um, trans daughter. Mm-hmm. So um, another person, I think his name is Zoe. Basically, he's a he's a comedian from also mm-hmm. from Wild and Out. He did a huge like YouTube situation where he was talking about how they're hypocrites and how they should have handled Charlie in the same way that they would handle, you know, Zaya because of they made comments. Um, they just a bunch of bullshit, basically saying that he couldn't essentially grow from that situation in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And that they they said, you know, you should keep the same energy. You you know, you never know when it's going to be at your front door. Mm-hmm. He also um, went further enough to say that men who are homosexual get different treatment than women that are lesbians or bisexual. So, um... You know, and then Tammy responded, basically saying, you know, you're talking about my husband and my child, you know, and you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, you know, you don't allow people to grow, you know, yada, yada, yada. Thank you for people who are saying that my husband was doing a great thing by supporting Charlie. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on it? Because I know you've seen it. Um, Okay. One, it ain't your kid, my nigga. Like, yeah, I know, I know Waka said some stuff, but then he was like, but you know. All parents, I think he was like, all parents are different or something like that. Whatever the case may be, like, let it the fuck go. Nick, like, the I have a problem with people not like giving us the room to like learn and be better. Like, that's the problem. Just let us grow. Like, give us an opportunity to learn. Do you really think he actually was growing, or do you feel like it was just an individual situation that made him grow? Talking about for Waka? Yeah. Do you feel like Charlie's situation is more like isolated versus how he feels about every other homosexual? Yeah. He he had to face the facts of what's going on with his daughter. So it's either either you you either you adapt or you die. Period. Like that's it. Like. It that adapt or die. Walker has said a lot of ignorant bullshit. Yeah, he, he also supports Donald Trump. Trump, and him and Tammy and his um, mother voted right. for Donald Trump. Like that's his mo now. Walker is gonna say some ignorant shit when he gets on IG. So it's it's, it's well, the, this is what he didn't say on IG. This is on their little TV show that they have on We. No, I'm talking about like oh, in general, yeah. yeah. When he comments on things, and it's like, well, like, dude. What is he supposed to do? Kick his daughter out the house or some shit? Like, it's yeah. his daughter, and he he has to deal with that. Now he's in a situation that Dwayne Wade was in, which he had an interview not too long ago talking about growing up, um, you know, raising a trans uh, gender son, a child. So it's let that man figure, let him grow, let him figure it out, let him get better. Like, I'm tired of people not giving us the the opportunity to like grow and learn. Like we human beings, yeah. People, the thing, things that you say when you're a teenager, most definitely change when you get into your twenties, and most definitely when you get into your thirties. Things yeah. you look, you see the world differently. Yeah. Don't sit up here and condemn this man and tell him he have to have the same energy because his dog. He gotta, he gotta adapt, or or, not, or lose a relationship with with a child that he loves. He, yeah, he loves uh, Charlie. He uh, loves Charlie. Uh, 
the clip from the show where he it was a, I was watching clips from the show. He did a he did a waltz with his daughter. Tammy was like, he didn't even do that with me at our wedding. That's how I know he loves. He loves Charlie. I I always think that sometimes I've said this several times um to in my personal life with my friends that like I think that he likes he loves Charlie sometimes more than. He loves Tammy because it's a different kind of love. He his love for Tammy is conditional. The love that he has for Charlie is truly unconditional. Right. And he went out and he stepped out on Tammy too. So you know. I mean, that's why it's conditional. She wasn't doing what she was supposed to do. Quotation marks. Whatever. What, is, what does that mean? The quotation marks or what's no, supposed, what's supposed to, do? to do? That's probably. Head. I don't know. Every, all y'all niggas got like different complaints. Give, all y'all niggas got different complaints. So I don't never know what everybody. Like she don't give head. She look like she don't give head like that. So. How the fuck would you know if she gives head or not? Look at the jaws. What does that have to do with anything? The jaws too big. If she was sucking a mean dick, then them them jaws would be a lot leaner. That's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say nothing else, but that's a motherfucking lie. (laughs) That's a lie. (laughs) You can't tell from that. So, (laughs) tell you now, you you cannot tell. You cannot tell. You can't tell anything. So, just letting you know that that's not true. (laughs) So, (laughs) I personally think on the situation that, um, you you're right you can't keep the same energy when it's your own when it's at your front door um listen i trust men that are in my circle i don't trust strangers you don't keep the same energy with people that you don't motherfucking know and that doesn't make sense in life it just doesn't in life um second thing i don't think that waka flocka has an issue with homosexuals i think he has an issue with transgenders i've Mm -hmm. most of the things that he says on the internet are not towards homosexuals they're towards transgenders i truly think that he has a problem with transgenders Mm -hmm. and a lot of homosexuals who are in the lgtb community have problems with transgenders so that's not even the same type that's not even the same conversation Mm -hmm. because a lot of times those people have an issue with people playing god Right. That's not something that I have any kind of things to add to that conversation. That's a whole nother situation for somebody else. I'm that's not my issue. But I, I do know, think we talked about Obama has a problem with the whole community. So she got problems with homosexuals and transgenders. That woman is fucking nuts. Little her mama lip gloss to, be popping. Her lip gloss don't yeah. be popping. Okay. Nothing ain't popping but them jaws. What it be doing is she be flopping. She be flapping and flopping. She needs to be worried about how to get a job and how to keep a check versus what everybody else is doing. Your mama paid. You didn't watch America Best Dance Crew? You don't remember that show? She was on there and she you is on whatever one of little reality shows. She's on that too. Yeah. But People she is not paid. They don't make that much money on them shows in comparison to the heavy hitters. She she doing I'm sure she's doing she definitely made more money than both of us, but I don't think that she's by any means in any place. First of all, since we ain't even seen you with no man in the longest. So I'm trying to figure out you one of them because people that had this kind of energy be a part of the community. Um she is protecting her relationship by not posting. Um she don't, okay. have you, girl, you, you be outside. We ain't seen you with nobody ever. Come on now. Where your Come man? On. Um, Where is your man? I'm protecting my relationship by keeping him off social media. Okay, you protecting okay. protecting air. And listen, and it's not me saying that there's anything wrong with her not having a man, but I'm saying she needs to focus on other things. Focus on yourself, sis. Focus on yourself. Another person's private area, what they do in their private life ain't gonna do with you. I think people too many people in general make too many comments about people's sexuality. 
and then this is why they end up in these problems like walk a flock of, like here's the thing now charlie is going to be harassed because of what happened from what he said mm-hmm. so people don't understand you're when you're a celebrity your decisions do not impact you like they impact tammy like her having a constant stand up for his foolishness it's got to be exhausting like she it's got to be she she's gorgeous but she gonna start aging soon okay because that gotta be stressful as fuck every single time yet my man open up his mouth he got something fucking foolish to say that's what you put in a group chat that's what you talk about at the family barbecues that's not what you put online okay but you can choose not to respond like so you need to be giving us an album and focus on your music career you don't need to be okay one let's start let's stop the bullshit like ain't nobody buying tammy rivera's album Shut the fuck up. Not Tammy. I'm talking about Walker. Walker for oh. people focused on that. Shit. Tammy. Damn, you ain't had to come for Tammy. Shit. Well, she anybody... actually, her little album went gold. It did. She has a little plaque and everything. It was gold. Nigga, I could go make a plaque anywhere. She ain't making that shit up. She ain't making that shit up. <laughs> I like, make a plaque, nigga. I can make I a Listen, I listened to her project. I mean. I, have you listened to her project? I'm so tired of you. Have <laughs> you listened to <laughs> Her project was pretty solid. To, listen, let's be honest, okay? R&B is struggling. Anybody could release a project and for it to be pretty okay. Mm, I don't agree with that. And two years ago when that project was out, who was out two years ago that she That's, felt like was up to par, par with her two years ago? Okay, but we're not two years ago now. Okay. Right now, R&B she, has a, she got a following. She got a little following. You know, you okay, really here, here, know here's, here's the following. real test. Did you get it? I did. I bought some of the songs. I like two of them. I do like two of them. How many? How many songs on the album? Hey, listen, that's as much as most people be getting. So I can't speak on that. (laughs) Can't speak on that. Can't speak on that. Most people be most of these projects that people put out. It's very rare that you get more than two, two to four songs. People don't put in the work like they used to into most of these projects. You have a few people that you're like a diehard fan for that you're like, okay, regardless whether I listen to it or not, I'm just going to go ahead and download the whole project. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, most people don't have enough music that I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy the whole album. That's a rarity. Mm-hmm. Especially with R&B girls. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with them besides Victoria. What's her name? Monet, I want to say. Oh, Victoria name? Monet, yeah. She, she the only one. And her, her and Ari Lennox. Alex Isley. Okay, um, her too, Alex Isley. Man, Jess. Um, don't make me go in my phone because I. I, You are you are R&B listener. I'm a I'm a music listener. There's Um, then there's there's Snow, Snow Allegra. Oh my God, she's amazing. She she, she's amazing. I don't really see. Here's the thing, though. I don't consider her to be R&B. I consider her to be soul. So I think of soul as different categories. She is this generation Sade. And that's not R&B to me. That's like soul. Like they're in a whole different. Like Sade and Aaliyah don't make the same music. Like right. I feel like R R&B is more something that's more commercialized. Right. So when you think of soul and R&B, they're two different lanes. So we have a lot of soul artists. I don't think we have a lot of R&B artists. Like mm-hmm. where is our Mary J. Blige? Mm. We don't got one. We don't got one. Doja Cat, right? She is now. You are playing with me. I need to know. I feel like Doja Cat's a pop girl. She's a pop girl. She's not really rap or anything. She's more pop. She's a pop girl. Oh my god. She's a white girl pretty much, so she's pop. Lord have mercy. I, I mean, if you look at her, she looks like a white woman. She's pop. Oh, Kiana Lede. That's my girl. Okay. I love I like her too. Oh my god. I'm in my phone. I like her too. And she is RB. She's not soul. She's RB. Yeah, Kiana Lede is amazing. I like I her. I love her. Today. She got a song called Mad at Me that I fucks with. I fucks with her, especially when I'm like trying to get in my bag, my mental bag. There you go. 
But yeah. Oh, we don't. But and that's thing. I mean that in the sense, regardless, getting off subject from Tammy. I think the problem is, is what people have is, regardless of how people feel about homosexuality, mm-hmm. if if no one is causing you harm, they don't have to like you. Y'all, everyone has to get over this idea that everyone has to like you or accept you for who you are. There are white people that don't accept you. What you gonna do? Shoot and kill all of them? Like, what we we can't do nothing about that. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to accept you. There's some people who live like a city girl. We don't accept all of their lifestyles either. Like, not everyone's going to be for you. Not everyone's going to serve you. And right. for you to punish everybody that's like, okay, I don't like you. There are when there's so many other people that do. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's it's a waste of your energy trying to trying to gatekeep on who can and what what we can and can't like. Right. You no know one's gonna hey, listen. If I decided tomorrow, yo, I like people that wear the color green. You wear the color green, you're dead to me. And I don't do shit to you. I let you live your life. I don't do nothing to you. I just don't talk to you or hang out with you or grace you with my presence. What the, if y'all don't let me live the fuck on? If y'all if y'all wearing this damn green, it's ridiculous. Like. We live in a generation of fucking crybabies. Mm. Everyone wants to be liked. Everyone needs to be accepted. And it's not going to happen. If right. no one causes you harm, if no one wants to hurt you, if no one's stopping your back, stopping your life. Right. You know, and sometimes that is the case. If if Waka Flocka was stopping somebody's back just because they were gay, now we got something to talk about. Yes. But him just having a conversation saying, I don't fuck with that. Well, y'all know he ain't, y'all know he not even the kind of person that you want to be around anyway. Keep it pushing. I mean, has changed a little bit since you know. He? I mean, he he kind of has because it was he used to be hella ignorant, but now he's a little ignorant now. It ain't. It ain't I still think he's very thing. ignorant. I think he's just in better packaging. I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he was really. I think he has some issues with homosexuality to begin with. But living in Atlanta will change you. So I don't think he has problems with homosexuality anymore. But I still think he has a problem with transgenders. I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. Period. I don't think it's going to change. There's a. I don't. I think transgenders in general have a long way to go before they reach the acceptance that they're all hoping for. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's because it's extremely unconventional. Like you're telling people who are children that they should be able to change their body parts. You know, and not saying that that's wrong or right, but that's controversial. So it's yeah. going to be harder for people to come around to changing something that is really pushing the envelope and pushing the thought process and the ideas of traditionality. Cause also let's keep it real. Black people are some of the most traditional people you're going to come across. We believe more and, um, and relationship roles and everything religion. We are traditional people. We are not as modern as we portray ourselves to be online. We aren't. I'm trying to think. And, and I, I kind of see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. I mean, some, some of the, some of the tropes have changed a little bit. Not we're bendable. We're, we're slowly, yeah. but we're definitely it's slow. It's slow over here. Like black people, we are traditional. We like traditional things. We're still we're behind. We're behind. You know, right. we're as a community, we're behind. So we're not as forward thinking as some of our other. You know, even our other neighboring minorities, we're not as um, open in that prospect. You know, I feel like Asian people and black people, we are the most traditional groups of people in general. Everybody else is kind of like moving on up. We're just like, you don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We, we're we're going to be the last ones to change. We're going to be the last ones to change. So I think sometimes there's too much pressure on black people because of what we ask for as a minority. Yeah. There's too much pressure on us to accept everybody. When we have things in our own communities as um, cisgender people that we haven't accepted, like people still don't accept the fact that you can have more than five bodies. 
and you want people to accept that you could change your body parts? You know, slow and steady wins the race, you guys. <laughs> like, speaking, speaking of slow and steady winning the race, I, I'm moving on. Oakland is launching a guaranteed income program to give low income families $500 a month. Um, California, they ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> they're launching a guaranteed income pilot program. Uh, Oakland residents, fam- Oakland resident uh, families is the name of the pilot program announced by Mayor Libby Scoff on Tuesday. Low income. B-I-B-I-P-O-C or Black Indigenous People of Color. I'm not making this up. Families and individuals will be the beneficiaries of the 18-month pilot program, which will provide families $500 a month. Here's a quote. And I quote, our vision is an Oakland that has uh, the racial wealth gap, but that has closed the racial wealth gap and where all families are going to thrive. And we believe that guaranteed income is the most transformative policy to achieve the vision and whose uh, time has come. We believe poverty is not personal failure. It is a it is policy favor, failure. Former mayor from uh, former mayor of Stockton, California, Michael Tubbs said pra- uh, Michael Tubbs praised the Oakland launch of the UBI program, saying, yo, nigga, I'm hella proud of Oakland today. <laughs> He's half <laughs> Yeah, that's what he said. Yes, he said that. He did say that. Um, he headed a similar project in Stockton uh, while still in the office. Um, mayor Tubbs also, or former Mayor Tubbs says, I also think Mayor Scoff is uh, said it best. Part of the demonstration in Oakland is in Oakland, and part of the demonstrations throughout the nation is really to reckon with the fact that we understand the issue isn't the people that don't work. The issue isn't the people that don't want to work. The issue is the economy does not work for the people. Sid, how do you feel about getting a monthly income of $500 a month? And, I actually don't um, think this is the worst idea. I'm going to be 100 honest with you. I don't think it's the worst idea per se. I do think that, um, okay. California has a huge poverty problem in general. Yeah, you step over homeless people downtown all the time. time. Like it's everywhere. It's not even just in one city. It's pretty much all the major cities have some kind of horrible, like crazy amount of like impoverished people. Mm -hmm. So I would say I think that, okay, low income people, I feel like is great that they should help them out. But I also think I wish they would focus more on dealing with the homeless people more than the impoverished people. Like there's so many homeless people. I feel like that should have been the main focus more than the low-income families. I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't think it's a great idea, to be yeah. honest. I don't think it's ever great for people to start depending too heavily on the government. I always think it comes with a catch. I think there's too many issues that come up with it. Um, it feels like welfare. And I feel like another problem is, is like Black people being known as the welfare people. I don't mm-hmm. think because we are... You know, I want what is it? What thirty percent of black people are um, low class, like in a low low class. Yeah, poor. So very very poor. So it's going to we're going to become the the face of welfare with something like this. And I just don't. I think that there was better programs that they could have came up with, or at least more money where this could have helped people get out of their situations. Yeah. So I don't know. How to, I really don't. I'm on the fence. What about you? Personally, I think it's a good thing. I mean, the thing is. 
the what I like about this is Mayor Scoff is actually saying, like, yo, it ain't y'all, it's us. We fucking up. Our policies are fucked up. We and, and like being out there, yeah, like the policies are fucked up. It's a fucked up way way of living out there. But like I don't look at it as welfare. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's just one of them things where it is, and it's a pilot program. I, I yeah. don't, I like, if it doesn't work, they're going to take it away. Yeah. Um. You know, as it, it's, it's like, but what is working? What well, is, if it works, like, how does it work? I mean, it's for people who, who are black people, low income, black so, people, like, basically for 18 months are going to get benchmark that it's working. That's my question. Well, yeah, that is kind of hard to, especially with, still being in a pandemic and California hadn't really opened up like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is something that's going to stimulate the economy there. I just think it's, it's going to stimulate you. But I think it's just a situation where like they're just trying to they're trying to get the they're trying to get the economy going again also, but it's also a situation where it's just like, yo, like maybe we are kind of I don't know about Mayor Scott personally, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know I don't, what I don't, I don't really but, have a good backstory on on him either. I looked. I didn't see no scandals. He seemed like a pl- pretty, pretty clear. Got a clear record for me. I don't know. I, it's hard to say because I feel like as black people, we are known to have a distrust with the government. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you know when they're doing something right <laughs> anymore? Because we just have such a, a bad, like, um, a bad relationship with our government. But how do we, how do we know that we're doing something? Like, if we don't test some of this stuff, I think that we ain't gonna never know. Like, I kind of go back to Andrew Yang and the things that he wanted to do. And I, f- well, they took us out that we've been doing it. Not all crazy. of it. Not, I mean, the first of all, he wasn't the only person that piloted or agreed with the fact that we needed a stimulus. Other countries had already done it, have already done it and brought it to fruition and they saw great results. So they were going to mirror or sister that system and regardless whether he says something or not. Right. So, I mean, not saying everything against Andrew Yang, but um, I don't believe in, you know, I don't believe in, you know, socialist societies. That's just me personally. I don't believe, I do believe that the government should work for you. We spend too much money on other things that have nothing to do with us, the people. Yeah. So I do think that the government should work more for us, but I don't think the government part of the appeal of America is like the American dream that you can kind of, kind of build and mold your own results. And I think if we move too close to a socialist society, Americans are not going to take well to that. Right. And let's make this real clear folks. Who's listening. We're on the fence. Well, we may be on the fence about this, but this is not the housing thing that Illinois is doing. No, it's very, very different. That's why I'm on the fence about it, because it's not the same. Like, this is yeah. something that can actually help people. People can use the money to where they see fit. They have families and other things. Yeah. Versus it being streamlined to just basically go straight back into the community. I don't think that works. And that kind of, in, in a way, that's not even helpful. Because you got to yeah. pay for the house. It's not like you giving me a house. Now, if they gave these folks houses out the community, then maybe we can Okay, see, that's the problem with you blacks. You just want everything. You want I sure everything. do. The hell, I, I, Plymouth Rock landed on me. I ain't coming to Plymouth Rock. <laughs> Shit. The Chicago I have to give you my last one. It'd be <laughs> I swear to God, if my co-host takes this and adopts it into our damn show, I'm going to be fucking... Oh, I'm going to sue him. (laughs) I'm going to sue him. (laughs) He can't take this. I'm going to sue him then. 
I'm gonna sue for anything he has. <laughs> so what if I as a black man, I really want to know this for you. Like, how did you feel about Chet um Hanks ideas about a white boy summer? Well, for about him coming through and snatching your peoples up, aka your women's. I, I have I seen this on uh, on Instagram. I gotta play this real quick for everybody so they can know what we're talking about because a lot of people are like, I don't know what you mean. Tell well, you, me. you gotta you gotta hear this. I got it. Hold on. It's about to be a white boy summer. You know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about like Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR type white. I'm talking about, you know, you know, me, um, John B. Jack Harlow type white boy summer. You know what I mean? Let me know if you guys uh, can vibe with that and uh, get ready, you know, because I am. Basically talk about the spicy white boy summer, the spicy white. When you're white, the sky's the limit. And when you're black, the limit is the sky. All this I know is... Look, first of all, his dad is Tom Hanks. So his funds are kind of... He good with the funds. He ain't got to yeah. worry about it. He can do that. Second of all, he speaks put put petois petois. The fuck is that? He speaks he speaks in Jamaican speak. Bye. That and nigga does not. Have you heard him in this false fucking fake accent? He sound like a, look, he sound like one of them '90s Jamaican men that used to look, sell weed on the corners. There are some women out here who will fall for anything. I don't think they'll <laughs> fall for anything. I think there's some women that are highly attracted to spicy white looking men. They are. They're a phenom- They're they're a fetish. The same way that there are certain types of black women that are fetishes, or or white women that are fetishes for black men. They're a fetish for black women. I know a lot of black women that like that spicy white look, that black that white man with black man flavor. You know, we're here basically. If you squint your eyes, you turn your head sideways. They could possibly be a light skinned black man. There's there is a appeal to that for black women. We unfortunately have um romanticize this idea of how white men treat white women because we have we are because i mean i am be honest a lot of black women are not happy with the way that black men treat them or I, they're I, not I they're not they're not they're not happy i mean divorce rates are sky high and they're all done by black women in our community and black men are not happy either because they're marrying at a lower percentage than the rest of the communities so i think that this is just like and white men are capitalizing on it like they're <laughs> They're gaslighting these black women on these TikTok videos saying like black women, I love chocolate. I eat, you know, I could I just I want some black pussy, chocolate cake. Like that's what they talking about. That's what the, that's what they into. That's what they like, like you know. And black cake. women eating that shit up. I like chocolate cake. I mean, uh, listen, we know that, but I mean, I think the problem is is black men make make a lot of black women feel like a lower end of priority specifically dark skin and brown skin women okay you know they they a lot of them i'm not saying you no 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 i know you're not i know i, know I, know, I'm not saying I, know. You, I don't take I, it's, it's, it's true i don't take offense unless my name is spoken so let me just say hey, this. You call, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding let me say this let me just throw this out here real quick mm-hmm. like when are y'all when are when are women black say, women especially oh. When are black women going to like understand like sometimes y'all say yes and sometimes y'all say yes and make a mistake and say yes to a nigga who ain't shit. And sometimes y'all fuck with niggas who ain't shit because he's dangerous or he's the oh he's just got an edge to him, girl. Like I bet he can just and I'm not saying it's all black women, but when are some of these black women gonna like stop fucking up and 
and start taking kind of responsibility for the choices that they make sometimes too. And I'm not saying all black women, but there are some black women who's like, these niggas ain't shit. Well, you keep picking the same nigga. Okay. So here's the problem with this. You have black men and black women, both. Cause I think it happens on both spectrums. Yes. Where they experience something in their early 20s, a time in people's periods of life that most of the people that they're going to encounter, whether they have good intentions or not, are not going to be shit. Because you're young and society has praised people for having and enjoying their experiences in their youth, in their early 20s, in their college years. So those people will get scorned by one experience and then they continue on a spiral. But it's not just black women that have this problem. It's black men too. There are are black men that get on what I like to call red pill rage and do the same thing that black women do, which is basically um, punish the whole community for one mm-hmm. person's problem. Yeah. But I do want to say this. If more than a handful of black women are saying something, it's a possibility that it might be true. There's a lot of gaslighting that happens on the internet. That's like, Oh, it's just one or two. No. If you see a tweet or an Instagram and there's like five, there's like 50,000, a hundred thousand likes or retweets. There is a small possibility, not even a small, it's a pretty large possibility that that is a norm for a lot of black women in their community. Right. Right. So I don't like sometimes when I hear black men say, well, it's y'all just picking the wrong guys. Well, why why isn't it that society is facilitating for men to be this way? We talk about we were literally just talking about Darren Jackson way earlier in the episode, mm-hmm. where we were saying that when men do things, it literally is put back on the woman. Women take there are so there is so much. I don't blame men for being the way that they are. Mm. If they are if they act negatively, I don't blame them because society helps breeds the bad behavior. And I mean that in the sense that there is a lack of education on how men can communicate and foster healthy relationships with women. There is not enough information for you guys to learn or be taught. That's just the truth. In modern relationships, there's not enough information. Let me, let me, let me add something to that too. Sometimes some men are too stubborn to learn. Some, some, but I don't think, I don't think that is the norm. I think that's more of the exception. I think most men want to be good and want to have healthy and be good men. I just don't think you guys have, I think you guys are going to have to do more digging for the information that you need to have healthy fostering relationships and do more work than what women have to do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in the sense, like every movie, every book, every television show is geared on how women can be good partners. It is literally stuffed down our our throat since birth. Most women know how to be good partners because we've been taught that. Mm-hmm. And we've also been taught to to put on a pedestal of being in a monogamous relationship with another with a man or even with another individual, whether you're in a, um, a, a relationship with a man or a woman. But men are not taught those same values. Men are taught that it's more uh, quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. You guys are taught to enjoy your whole phase. You guys are taught that until you get your money up, until you get your success, you don't need to take relationships seriously, which is the opposite of what most women experience. So guess what happens? Most men, when they're going through those those time periods where they're learning and getting their money up and trying to find themselves as a man before they reach their age of in their late 20s and early 30s, they're still dating and not taking relationships seriously. So it it doesn't go against the idea that women are not having great experiences with men in most of their 20s that is fostering this this bitterness that they have because it's probably true. It's probably true. Mm. Does that make men bad people, bad individuals? No. It's, again, something that is taught and stuffed down people's throats in society. And it's about men 
that do know what they're talking about, that do know good, that are real relationship gurus, to come forward and to give information to men so that way we can start getting on the ball on how we can foster more healthy relationships, specifically in the black community. Right. So I don't think women are wrong. I don't think, I do think that they're having these experiences with men. I don't think they're making it up. And I think that it's not, I don't think it's a minority experience. I think most women in their daily life are going to experience those negative people. Mm-hmm. I don't think the the pro, I don't think the answer is for women to to disregard those experiences. I think the answer, and I don't think it's men's fault that they're doing these experiences because they're doing it as like a pre-program from birth. I think it's about us coming together as a community to start teaching ourselves and people that are younger than us how to have healthy relationships with each other, so that way people can actually be happy, and then these conversations are more minority conversations, and they're not the overwhelming amount of majority. Hmm. Okay, you kicking some facts over here. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I read. For real, I just okay. Let me just go okay, adjust your crown. It's not too many times that you are silent. <laughs> adjust your. I mean, I'm listening. I'm learning. I want to be. I, mean, I think the problem is we spend too much time blaming each other instead of coming up with actual solvable solutions. We need to focus on a solution base because we spend too much time complaining. I I 150 percent agree with you. That's why I want to move into my last. Last story of the day, which is Halle Berry's child support payments reportedly reduced to eight thousand per month. Mm. Berry noted that child support is wrong and it's extortion. Now, news has surfaced <laughs> noting that Barry has has had a amount of child support. Uh, wait, because <laughs> you made me laugh. Now, news surface noting that Barry has had the amount of child support she has had to pay slashed to half at eight thousand a month. Barry has been paying child support since splitting with her ex boyfriend Gabrielle Aubrey, who is a white man, um, who ha- who she has a daughter with. The split turned out to be a nasty one and found both parties in a battle that resulted in Barry paying sixteen thousand dollars a month. <laughs> For her child support for her daughter Nyla, Barry reported that making these payments have been making these payments since 2014. Now the payments, which Barry once referred to as extortion, have been reduced to eight thousand dollars, and Barry will have to pay eighty five thousand dollars in retroactive child support and continue to cover the cost of for Nyla's private school tuition and health care. Adjust your crown, white king, because you have you have done what most, most motherfuckers can't get done. Oh my god! Extortion. How do you feel? I, I had to bring this story to the show because you are here. How do you feel about a woman paying child support and being extorted? <laughs> being extorted. Um, get out of here, Halle Berry. First of all, first of all Halle Berry makes more than enough money that she can make those payments. I'm gonna, I'm okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Regardless whether she feels like it's extortion or not, she makes more than enough money that she can make those payments, okay? There are men that are definitely paying significantly more than are in her tax bracket for one child. So I don't feel like what she experienced is extortion. I do think I understand why she doesn't like it because it's not the norm. No woman wants to be the the special person that has to do some shit that most women don't have to do. I get it. But I will say this. I don't think child support in general is a bad thing. I think you're paying essentially a reparation to the person that has to keep your child majority of the time. If you're a weekend parent, which most people specifically is usually going to be men are going to be. If you're a weekend parent, you're basically paying for very expensive ass child care. So <laughs> that's what you're paying for. You're paying for someone to be there no. to watch and monitor your child to the highest extent and make Halle sure Berry is getting exploited. She, how she is don't a, have her, how no. is a black queen of yourself not relating her to this? That might be her white side. She missed. So <laughs> white women get fucked over by white men all the time. <laughs> 
you don't want to you don't want to join in solidarity with your black your black she, sister you, my half black sister <laughs> she not she listen she may look like Kim but she not she 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 not she she biracial okay she like a cousin a second cousin so I feel like she she <laughs> should be <laughs> she, I'm just being honest with you. She needs to be paying child support. She don't have her child majority of the time. And from what I know, that man does not work like that no more. He used to be a model. He in his 30s. I know he ain't working like that no more. So he probably with her child majority of the time while she out here living a hot girl summer with her new man. Let her pay that money. Let her pay that money. Let her pay that money. I not expect you to go that route. Listen, I'm a universal person. Whatever I expect from men, I expect the same shit from women. If I had a child and I said, yo, I'm going to be a weekend parent. I need you. I would expect to pay child support, which is why I would never agree to that. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't agree. They, they okay, so they had a coffee bottle and she was not, she was determined to was, not be psychologically it was, sound. It was really, I don't know if people remember it, but it was bad. It was real bad. Like he painted her as like horrible. She's person. not psychologically sound. She's done several suicide attempts. They're on record. And I will want her with my child either. The fuck? Like she would be, I'm just gonna be angry. <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> I'm just being real with you. I'm not gonna be looking like, oh, I I want her to have my child. Like she gonna shoot herself and kill my kid. I don't want that. And as Halle Berry, Halle Berry is a beautiful woman. I told you she my body. She was one of my body goals for a long time. I think she is stunning. I think she has well, great humanitarian. As, as long as she, she wasn't your acting goal, honey, because she. Whew. I think I don't think she's a generally a bad person, but I do think she is psychologically a little screw loose. And I, if I was in her baby father's shoes and I had the the means to just have the child a hundred percent, I would have my child a hundred percent. That would, you know, could you imagine having somebody that's in the child, you know, the mother? I'm sure you saw girlfriends before. She is basically Tony. Love, love girlfriend. Love. She is Tony. She Tony. Tony Childs, damn. She is Tony Childs, and the okay, same way. Tony Childs at first wasn't a great mother, but she, she was fucking awful. She 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 got into the role, and then they wrote her out. Like <laughs> wrote her off the show. I see. Listen, that's what happens. She she getting she getting wrote off with these checks. You need to write off these checks and go on ahead and pay that white man to watch your child. What do you think? <laughs> is that what that is? He's a paid babysitter. You're calling. I mean, him. you're. Whenever someone says, well, why does someone deserve so much money for child support? I always think that you are there giving your child the lifestyle that they would have in the home with you. But now, instead of you being gone for majority of the time, as you would have been, now they get a, a full-time parent. And that ain't nothing wrong with that. That's the best situation that you can give your child. So what do you think? Hey, dress your hey, she just your crown, King. You you getting child support. You got it, you got it, you got it slashed now. I don't know what you did wrong. She probably seen you out here living your best life and and with your feet sandals up in some beach. What's wrong with you? With your, with your abs, but get your money. Now she know that man's still making some money somewhere. Shit. She know he's still making some money somewhere. You, you just called him a glorified babysitter. That's listen. <laughs> you just I, 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 listen, I that I think every okay, and I know some women gonna be listening to me too, and I think of that for all both genders. If you have, and when that's essentially what you're getting paid for is to make sure the child has the best life possible, mm. emotionally and financially, and that's what you getting them checks for. 
Period. Like, what else am I paying you for? It's, it's, right. if, you know, I'm paying you to make sure my child's life is motherfucking phenomenal because I ain't going to be around because I got to make this money. I mean, she only paying $8,000. How much phenomenal can that's it $96, be? That's $96,000 a year. That's almost six figures. That's good. That's almost. more. That's, that's in the 10% of most people in America. Brandy told me almost doesn't count. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he still got to pay for tuition and health care. So, so that, he ain't gonna that, that's, that's about a hundred. That's about this. Yeah. You know, he, that's, he, he that's, 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 that's about a hundred thousand. She yeah. he good. He good. But she got to pay eighty five thousand dollars in retroactive child support, too. Like, I mean, she is getting treated like a nigga. Like she is. They like we getting you back child support and everything. Listen. That's what listen, you gotta pay attention to who you lay with. If she had stayed, first of all, if she had chose a partner where she stayed with them, she wouldn't have to pay child support. That's how I feel about the men when they're just like, Man, why gotta pay this child support? You should have chose a partner that you could have stayed with and you wouldn't have to pay no money. But he was handsome. He wasn't that fine. She was she felt like he was handsome enough to open them legs. And let him and let him nut at her. So she, first of all. Women, we none of us let y'all niggas nut at us. We don't let it happen. We don't control when y'all nut. We assume that y'all can control y'all shit. I'm guaranteed what was happening. Well, she was laying on the side, laying on her back, and he was just like, "Yo, it's Holly Bear. I'm finna nut in this bitch," and he just nutting her. <laughs> you got no choice in that. <laughs> Do you know how I many men would love to nut in Holly Berry? No, <laughs> nobody ain't trying to nut at her no more. She's crazy. You are a lie. People still she quote is... her. And I, she got literally quoted in a rap song last year. I forgot the name of the rap song. She was literally she, quoted last year. He is crazy. I mean, that don't stop people from wanting nothing. You got a point. That don't stop, that don't stop okay. y'all from nothing a lot of people. There are I, Every time I talk to a man, like, yo, my baby mama was crazy. My baby mama, she wild. She wild. And I'd be like, well, did you know beforehand? Well, did you have any fight with this woman before you had you nutted in her? And it's always yes. Y'all gotta control y'all nut. And if you feel like you can't control yourself, wear a condom. See, it's a you you have to have a dick to understand. And but no, I do agree. You do need to be look, I can't, I'm not, I'm not about to that. Look, I ain't nothing in you. <laughs> like, you know, I I wear condoms all the time because my my pull-out game is whack. Like I I'm just keeping it a buck. My pull-out game is very terrible because I've always had sex with condoms, and it, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, but, I get this jam to your audience because um, I just found this out. Plan Bs only work if a woman's not ovulating. If she's ovulating, which is um, seven days out the month, that Plan B's not going to work at all. So, <laughs> why, it's a, it's why, you, why are you choosing violence today? I'm telling the truth. <laughs> why are you choosing so, violence? Like, y'all really you need, to, y'all need to start tracking your girl's ovulation. Y'all need to go and get that glow app on your phones before you make a decision if, oh, I might possibly nut at her because that plan B is not going to motherfucking work if Wait, she's ovulating. I might possibly nut at her. Listen, 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 half the time I be thinking this shit is premeditated. I remember I was talking to a guy and he was like, yo, I'm not going to pull out. And I was like, I, I ain't going to. We will never have sex. And sure enough, you know, I'm stupid. So he ended up over here. And <laughs> <laughs> he ended up over here. We didn't have, we ended up having sex, thankfully, because, you know, Aunt Flo was about to come into town and I'll do that kind of stuff. Mm, and okay. you know, but he, you didn't, bring, he didn't bring no condoms. He didn't bring no condoms. He was like, damn, like if you weren't on your period, I definitely would. But See, you- and this is the same. And that's why women are dumb. Because. So- let me throw this out here though. I've had women who are like, "When are you gonna stop using a condom?" 
And I was like, not with you. Well, why not? What's the problem? Then, then a lot of women are, oh, what you, you, oh, you scared? Are oh, you a punk? You don't want to, um, you, uh, oh, so you just scared? I'm like, nah, like, bitch, I don't want to be with you like that. Like, we're I not, I don't want to have you in my life forever. Like, that's a forever thing. If we have, well, that's the thing. Women feel like when they're telling you to take off the condom, what they think it does is it makes you feel more closer, or that makes if you are fucking with somebody else. This is the fucked up mindset. We assume that, oh, you're not using a condom with us. We're special. We're different from all the other girls that you're fucking. Well, That's I that. Just, I, listen, I'll say all I'll, women are very smart, but when we start thinking yeah. with our hearts, we are not smart. We don't make good decisions. Mm-mm. I've had a Y'all make good decisions with your dick. We don't make good decisions with our hearts. I have quite a few women just like, uh, you know, we, we're going to stop using these condoms. Like, no, we're not. Well, I'm not. I'm not for that shit. I ain't never volunteered. It's always a third or a second round that someone's like, oh, let me just fill in. I'm just like, I'm, it's already been too good. <laughs> Man, I just am not thinking no more. Work, I've never bro. had someone just going on the first swing ever. That trick works too. It does. Feel it. <laughs> oh, I just want to feel it. I want to feel it. I'd be like, man, I already came twice. So, I mean, like, I need this to end. So, let's go ahead and get this going. I need this to end. I'm tired. Shit. I'm ready to go to bed. So, I just want to feel it. Damn. That shit do be I be peeping that shit. Y'all be peeping it. You know, like, that's when you got to learn to get your own condoms. You got to keep it on your in your house. Like, oh, no. Or they like say, oh, I'm out of a condom, but I want I want to go again. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta get the big like niggas be mad, be like, why you get the big pack, bro? I'm like, cuz like why you get the big pack? You know, you can get the big box. Like I was always I was always taught to just be prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like just be prepared. I used to to shoot nobody's club up. I used to keep a bowl of condoms like next to my bowl. Yeah, I used to get the big box and just make sure I had. You don't just I, put them in the drawer. That's so extra. You gonna put it in a visible? Well, I don't bowl. do that anymore. When, when I was, you know, that was when I was younger. Damn, but. you was out here hoeing these streets. You was like, to, if I walked into a nigga's room, he had a bowl of condoms on the side table. Like, let me put my clothes on. It's time for me to go. <laughs> so you're not. So you don't think I'm being responsible? You think that I'm out here being a hoe? Absolutely. So you don't want to ask me. You just want to assume. First of all, we haven't had sex yet. I don't even know you like that for real. So, nah. I'm not, I'm not trying to... First of all, let's put this in perspective. If a man thinks of you as any type of valuable, nine out of ten times they will do whatever they can to make sure you don't leave. So, sometimes, Ooh, yes, you should ask a question. Dang. Go ahead. Sometimes you can ask a question, but you have to understand how much does this person think that you're valuable? I feel like at the beginning, that's the most time that y'all tell the truth because y'all don't really give a fuck about the person no more. About two or three months in, and y'all start catching them little feelings, y'all are gonna start lying because you don't you you trying to make sure you don't say anything to, to too much to piss me off that I get this idea that you know there's somebody else and I want to leave. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong? Okay. I can't tell the secrets now. The men will <laughs> find me. And, men will find me and he, and hit me. I'm not <laughs> gonna tell the secrets. I'm not. You think I'm gonna tell the secrets, nigga? You ain't gotta it's tell me nothing. I got homeboys already. I already know this shit is the truth. I already know. Like. But nah. I mean, I don't know. Like I said before, I used to just. That's the thing too. I think it's really all a matter of perspective. You looked at it as like, oh, this nigga a hoe. I'm looking at it as like, I'm prepared. You can be pers- you can be prepared and not display it. It's easy access if we so you can open. You tell me you ain't never fucked somebody and open up your drawer and just pulled it out. It's or, hey, oh, y'all, when y'all niggas got something going on, y'all can get up and move and do what y'all gotta do. God forbid you go to the girl's house and you put the condom in your pocket, you can go get it from your pocket. It's the same shit. 
So I got to get up in the middle of us having. You don't have to get up at all. Put it in the drawer. You go in your drawer. The same I way that I put my toys in the drawer if I, when I want to use them during sex. You I put them in the drawer. The I extend my arm, my long ass arm, and I pull them out and grab it. Your bed ain't oh. that damn big that you can't reach the damn drawer. I don't have one next to my bed. I have a dresser that I I can have to go through. Go to. What? What? Okay. See, so what was the lesson here? You should you gotta buy a nightstand. A nightstand is key. So I gotta buy a nightstand if yeah. I want to, to have to. The nightstands ain't that expensive. You gonna what? Go to IKEA, spend about seventy five dollars. Or, or maybe I could just put my condoms next. to Okay. I, well, now I just I just get up. Well, hell, you could be now like the dude put it underneath your pillow. I just get up and be wet. So it's all right. You be wet. <laughs> 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 I get up and it's wet, so it's fine. Like <laughs> just a wet. Look it. We all we all getting sweaty and nasty here. No, I, see, get no. I get it at the dresser. It's fine. See, listen. Me out here. I got me out here looking cold, being cold and shit like listen, that. I'm say, listen, I'm just saying that's how it's going to look. I'm being real with you because that's what I do. Well, I mean, I don't do it anymore. Like that was just. But that's fucked up. You was like, oh, you out here hoeing in these streets? Like that's, that's what it. That's me? what it looked like. That's what it looked like. I am not. Listen, that's what it looked like, and I guarantee you, any mo- any woman would have thought the same thing. Isn't every woman is trying to be do the same thing? We trying to give. We're if we're trying to have sex, we're trying to get fucked, and we want to be. We're trying to decide how many women are you fucking? Because if you fucking too many of them, I don't want to be the next one to be fucked. Mm. I don't want to be in a rotation. Or, women do we women strongly are against the rotation of pussy. I understand that. It's a so it's, we will it's, go through great lengths to make sure we avoid that. Try to keep your pH balance good. No, I uh, the pH balance. No one wants to be out here stupid. Like, who the fuck wanna be in love with a hoe? Well, wait a minute. If we're having okay. Women don't have most women if don't we're have having, if sex. we're having casual sex, if it's it doesn't situation. exist. It doesn't wait. Oh, mm. We ain't got enough time on this podcast. Let everybody look. Tell everybody social media. Look, tell everybody social media stuff and 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 where they can find you so they can listen to more of your wonderful <laughs> calling niggas, calling men hoes and shit. I mean, we all listen. So called first of all whatever so um you can find me on twitter you can find me on instagram or you can find me on um clubhouse if anyone still uses it as sid the twin kid did you follow me on clubhouse are we following each other on clubhouse i don't know i thought i was following you i'm not sure if i am or not i haven't been on clubhouse so if you followed me in the last couple months i haven't been on there i need to get back on there yeah i haven't been on there in a minute either maybe we should we maybe we can do some clubhouse stuff together we should we should I've been trying to get Courtney to do it, but he never have time for me. I let's talk after and let's yeah, see we'll what we can get there. All right, folks. Well, you have made it through another episode. Um, we appreciate Sid. I really, all jokes aside, thank you. Like I'm, this is awesome. Oh well, I appreciate. I appreciate you for asking me. I really thought it was like out of left field. I was like, oh, he's. You want me on the podcast? You want me and my big mouth on the podcast? Like, literally, I'm on there as a mouthpiece. So, yeah. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed being on here. Nothing. It was nice to have a conversation where, you know, someone's not yelling at me. <laughs> I can't wait till y'all get back to your podcast. Um, <laughs> he, he, gonna be, he gonna be going off on me, man. 
thank you guys for listening to another episode. We appreciate you listening. Make sure you guys subscribe to the pod. Make sure you guys go listen to Don't Don't Go There podcast. Let's not go there. Let's and, not go there. Let's not go there. Sorry. And um, um, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. She just kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said, <laughs> and I say it again. BYK Radio. The Chicago, the Chicago nigga, nigga, nigga. nigga.